0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Blog Talk Radio. We appreciate all of our amazing fans at the Hair Radio Show. And we know that you have many choices of how you spend your time each morning. So we thank you for listening, because your hair speaks volumes. It's time to rise and shine with the Hair Radio Morning Show with Carrie Hines.
2: Hair Radio, Hair Radio, Hair Radio, Hair Radio, Hair Radio, Hair Radio, Hey Chris, Hair
3: Radio, Welcome to the Hair Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. He's the host with the most,
2: Mr. Kerry Hyde. show,
4: Good morning and welcome to an all-new live edition of the Hair Radio Morning Show. We're the longest running daily live broadcast on hair in the world, 25 years and counting. Now on today's broadcast, we've got the latest in hair and beauty talk, great music, and much, much more. I must thank our Carafee Hair Products, Hair Nation Expo, Events, Salon TV Network, and all of our amazing advertisers who are responsible for getting this episode on the air. Now, if today is your first time tuning in, thank you. And remember to press 1 to make a live comment or shout-out during the show. We're here each weekday from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 5 to 8 Central. Now grab your cup of coffee and enjoy today's show.
2: Sunny. Yesterday my life Thank you for the sunshine you gave, Sunny. Thank you for the love you brought my way. You gave to me your all and all, and now I feel ten feet tall. Sunny, one so true, I love you, Sunny. Thank you for the truth you let me see, Sunny. Thank you for the fact from A to Z. My life was torn like windblown sand, then a rock was formed when we held in. Sunny, one so true, I love you. face mm, Johnny, Thank you, thank you for that thing that holds the place You're my spark of nature's fire, you're my sweet, complete desire Sunny, one so true, yes, I love you Sunny, Just a day on my 20, 20. You smiled at me and really, really needed to stay. Now the dark days are done and the bright days are here My sunny one shines so sincere Funny one so true I love you I love you I love you
1: Did you know that the Hair Radio Show with Carrie Hines is the longest-running radio broadcast on hair and beauty talk in the world? It's a broadcasting hair industry institution. Be a live guest on air and join our long list of amazing celebrities and hair and beauty industry luminaries who've all been on our show. Give our office team a call at 833-402-8882. Again, that's 833-402-8882. Or visit us online at HairRadio.com. Because you haven't made it until you've made it to Hair Radio.
4: Awakening. Well, I've got to say, uh, it's not enough that being a creative, uh, is the way that you're going to just, uh, just, you know, break open the success, you know, uh, drug if you will. Uh, it doesn't work like that. Uh, for me, it is dynamic, uh, just, uh, having style and, and keeping that, uh, on the front burner and just just really unleashing that, that special ability, that uncanny ability that you have to connect everybody and to just make everybody feel special with their own God-given talents and, and um, we're just happy that you're able to do that and bring it to our uh, incredible fans around the world, literally. On this broadcast, uh, so this is uh, just a good way to start. Again, thank you and uh, good morning.
5: everybody, this is Queen Treat, and I'm starting out the hair radio show with Hi. Carrie Hines. Crystal fond of the Sway's hair and body, and I love the hair radio show. Hello everybody, I'm Valerie from Validate Your Beauty. I am giving a shout out to the hair radio morning show,
6: Carrie Hines. I'm Maggie Anderson. I am the creator of the Empowerment Experiment and the author of Our Black Year, my family's year-long stand, completely living off of black-owned businesses. When we decided to take on this public pledge, we had no idea how hard it would be. There was only one black-owned grocery store in all of Illinois, and that grocery store closed five months before we finished our year. Um, And I have two little girls. That means no fresh milk, no fresh meats, no fresh produce. Um, But I put them through that because we took the stand and we wanted really to do something extreme out of love for our community, to expose how few black businesses there still are, to refute uh, negative stereotypes about black-owned businesses, and to expose economic injustice that still persists in America. After the year, I decided that I could not go back to corporate. I could not go back to law. I've made this issue of, of economic racism and really trying to create economic empowerment in our black community my life. The black hair care firms, they uh, sustained the civil rights movement black women created these companies, huge, thriving companies, and we needed that. We talk about Black Wall Street now because we shine a light on what happened in Tulsa. Most black neighborhoods were anchored by these Black Wall Streets. And if we could bring that back, America would be better. I'm not saying bring all of it back. That would probably be impossible. But we can bring Black hair care back. There are great black hair care companies that exist, black-owned hair care companies that exist right now. And it would be wonderful for, in America, just like other groups own their culturally relevant products and industries, that the black community can own the biggest black hair care brands, that the black community can own uh, black beauty supply stores. 3% of the beauty supply stores in black neighborhoods and people know people black people know what i'm talking about if you go into a black neighborhood you're going to see a beauty supply store and they're going to sell all the black hair care products that only black people use and they are not owned by black people so i've issued the black owned hair care challenge just asking everyday folks to say hi my name is maggie anderson and i accept the black owned hair care challenge and tell the world that from now on, if I'm going to buy black hair care products, I'm going to make sure it's from a black-owned company.
7: All right. You're listening to the Audrey and report the show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now we have with us one of our program's longest, uh, longest, longest, longest-running supporters. We're talking about the amazing Miss Regina again. Good morning, Regina. Yes. Now
1: you're out on location in
7: New York City.
1: Uh, there yes, I is
7: am. A makeup event. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit while uh, you're at the Jacob Javits Center live this morning? What's happening at the event? What do you see? Well, well, it's very busy. There's a lot of people. It's called the Makeup in New York Skin Care and Makeup Exploration. Um uh, Okay. And, uh, so this is an event easy. for what what it's an event for makeup artists and people in the industry? Yes, it is for people in the industry. It's also open to some people who are uh, makeup or like to wear makeup. It's um it's open to okay. Not open to well public. This sounds absolutely awesome. Okay, yeah. Now uh, have you had yeah. a chance to talk to any of the vendors, the merchants there? Are there a lot of them? Not Yeah, there's a lot of vendors. There's not, there's a lot of vendors. And um, you know, there are a lot of them from Europe. From Paris. Okay, so and a from, lot of Europeans. Yeah, a lot of Europeans, a lot of um, people from different countries. So it's a good okay. event. It's it's a ten it's attended, well. it attended well. Okay. Now you
4: don't have uh you don't have a whole big turnout of African Americans so
7: much. Oh no, no. Oh. Okay. No, no. It no, you don't have a big turnout like that. But um it's a good size turnout. The people are still yeah. coming. Okay. So it may you may end up getting some okay, so it looks like it's fine. Uh, what
4: else is going on there? Do they have, like, show, you know, is there, like, a main stage or anything like that?
7: Well, um, I don't see a main stage yet. There's conference rooms, uh, trend areas, and I don't see a main stage as yet.
4: Do you see but anybody
7: sure, like, doing a makeup uh, demonstration or anything like that? No, to be perfectly honest, I don't see people doing makeup demonstrations. I do so see people talking to people's I know. I know. I know. I don't see any it's a, well, it's not a being it didn't just get a setup or something. It's not a same yeah. show. Okay, Well it's course, a, a little it's different. A, well listen. We have that's the whole idea is that the hair radio morning show is on
4: the set. We are there. That's okay. in king. Right. And we want to bring the latest to our listeners. So we appreciate you going all the way to the Jacob Javitson. it which is the biggest uh, demonstration location in New York City. And so we appreciate right. that. So thank okay. you. Now,
7: Christina, you are a
4: longtime fan of the Hair Radio Morning Show.
7: Oh, what's you know I'm a the, fan.
4: The, I know. So what's one of the things that you enjoy about the show
7: when you oh, tune in? About- I enjoy the talk. I enjoy the discussion. I enjoy a lot of things about the show. Um, uh, Vet talk and um, the young lady from Mississippi, you know. Oh, yes, yes. Nicole Nicole Marie, Marie,
4: our co-host. Yes, yes. yes. We shout them both out this morning. Yes. Yes, And we thank you for also coming to our live event. We are at our big recent live event in Manhattan, so we thank you. You're always a big, big, big supporter. Again, the great Regina, yeah. and Regina, thank you so much. You get on back home now, okay?
7: Okay, I, I thank sure you much will. much for being
4: with us on the Hair Radio Morning Show. We'll be right back, everybody. Stay with us.
7: Bye-bye now.
4: It's two thumbs up. The Hair Radio Morning Show goes to the movies. It's our brand-new movie talk radio segment. Listen live. Tune in right here on our broadcast for our unique review of the latest movies. Join us live on the air to chat. It's movie talk on the Hair Radio Morning Show. The Let Your Spirit Source segment on the Hair Radio Morning Show is about getting your day and ours started with positive thoughts, well wishes, great quotes, and amazing affirmations. So if you have one you'd like to share, please send it through our Salon TV Network app, and we'll get it featured on the air. I'm Carrie Hines. You're invited to be part of our new limited radio broadcast series, Talking About Cosby. It's our chance to collectively delve into the life and career and legacy of Bill Cosby, right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. Now, we've got great on-air commentators who will be lending their voices to this complex man's story, and we want to hear from you. Our mid-show hour from 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern, 6 to 7 Central, it's your chance to call in and speak live on the air. Go to our Facebook page, The Hair Radio Morning Show, for complete details.
0: you decide to clean up your house and doing it makes you feel better that's a win you need a pen a sharpie and some post-it notes every time I do a live for you guys for me that's a win because honestly I get very critical of myself and I just have to like put it aside so I then take it off of here and I go put it up on my wall where I can see it every win you have you put it on a post-it note and start creating your wall of wins so that you can see what you're accomplishing so you can see what you're getting done so you can stop beating yourself up about what you're not getting done and start patting yourself on the back and giving yourself a reward for what you are getting done otherwise you get to the end of the day and you feel like I just didn't do anything because if you've been depressed for 3 days and you get up one day and you decide to make breakfast for your family that's a win and you need to be able to see your wins because your wins will inspire you to keep on winning. Your wins will inspire you to stop beating yourself up about what you're not getting done and start focusing on what you are getting done because everything starts to align and you start doing more. My Stewie says go to bed with a plan, wake up with a purpose and I always say don't put more than three things that you want to accomplish the next day and as you accomplish them, write down and put them on your wall of wins. So when a client says no on a job or you call and they said they're going to send you a check and you check your mail two days later and you still don't have the check. But what did you accomplish? What did you get done?
8: Ladies, do you love a man with a well-groomed and sexy beard? Men, do you suffer from patchiness or irritation and want a fuller beard? Well, let me introduce you to the hottest beard care products on the market. Rugged Evolution features 16 amazing balms, oils, shampoos, and accessories. Our products are sure to meet the demands of all your beard care needs. For more information, go to RuggedEvo.com. That's RuggedEvo.com. And
3: remember, Rugged is the new
4: smooth. Hi, I'm Carrie Hines, and I've been in the hair and beauty industry for 25 years. It's my pleasure and honor to introduce you to Keropee Shampoo and Keropee Conditioner two unique all-natural hair products from Carrie Heinz Hair Care, especially formulated to remedy any type of hair issue. And the biggest benefit of all is that Keropee Shampoo and Keropee Conditioner grows hair. Carey Heinz Hair Care is the very first African-American based company to infuse hair care products with caffeine. Why caffeine? Well, many of you are aware that stimulating the scalp is truly what causes the hair follicles to awaken. We were most interested in developing a proprietary formula that works on all hair types, whether you have a relaxer or are a naturalista. And not wash away or strip the hair following a color treatment. We're thrilled at the amazing following of Kerapy, and we thank you. Please register at Kerapy.com and join our Kerapy community at hairradio.com. Again I'm Carrie Hines. Thank you. And I should say your last project, Bill. Wakanda forever. Just, uh, just incredible. We we've got to talk about that and and being nominated for an Academy Award. So much to get into this morning. It is my honor to welcome Camille for into the show. Good morning, Camille. I have to kind of figure uh, what what we're we going to focus on this morning to introduce you. You've got so much to tell <laughs> <play> from here. <laughs> really. Oh,
9: good morning. No. Good morning. Good morning to everybody. Thank you so much for having me. I feel so blessed to be here and to be able to share with my people, my hair and people.
4: Yes. Let let me tell you, uh, just reading your story, uh, I was, you know, just a a few minutes ago, we have been uh, with this show for about 28 years uh, for this year doing the hair radio show. And we've had on different folks, but um, I've got to say, you have one of those types of careers that all of the hairstylists, you guys out there looking right now, uh, they, this is where they have been striving to get to and just to meet somebody like you. You are a true inspiration, a trailblazer. And so, um, and I, awesome. yes, yeah, and, and the video I caught of you was humility to boot. So this is something that is incredible. And I can see why all these wonderful good things are happening for you. So uh oh,
8: so Camille, you. let's
4: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just jump on in. Let's talk about Wakanda Forever. Let's talk about Black Panther a little bit. You have been nominated yes. for an Academy Award. Now, let me I just know. say that again. <laughs> let me say that again. An Academy Award. Okay, that is ginormous for your incredible work on Wakanda Forever. So we've got to start there. Tell us about that. How does that feel?
9: You know, it feels surreal. It almost feels dreamlike. And I just want to say, like, what people don't understand is the journey. So I just want to talk a little bit about the journey that got me here. So I have yeah, like please. this is my third this is my third time that I've been that I was really close to getting nominated for an Oscar. So you know I it was on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two we we got to the mm-hmm. bake off and I'll explain what the bake off is on Black Panther one we got to the bake off and we didn't make it. So like for me this is the third time is the charm. But I look yeah. at it this way I feel like God had to work on me. He has to prepare me for this moment. So so that's why we are here now.
4: Mm, I love that. You know, I totally understand what you mean because it, it really happens, not you know, not on our time, as they say, and that's quite true, exactly. literally.
9: No, exactly. <laughs> it happens, it happens right. in God's time, and in I God's can tell you it's something that, I think is a culmination of a long, you know, twenty-five year career to get here and be in this place. And you know, I just feel happy that we got to. I, it has happened, and you know that exactly. it has happened for a movie like Wakanda Forever. Because if you really think about it, this is a movie that could have been over in the sense of you know we lost our star, Chad. You know, Chadwick Boseman passed. So this could have been a movie that Marvel scrapped. We're moving on, we're not going to do it, we're not going to touch it. That's, so for us to real. be here in this movie, in this climate, I feel so blessed, I feel so humbled, I feel so grateful to have had the opportunity, and it happened on this movie.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. And I have to say, mm-hmm. now, the, the movie Wakanda Forever has gone on, you guys have been nominated for several several Academy Awards. So you've got an amazing team, and I just want to take a moment in front of the camera and behind the camera. Um, And it takes uh, literally, I have to say this, it takes a village, okay? It literally does Uh, when you're working on a project like this, right? So I want to hear everything. (laughs) Tell us about some of the incredible folks because, um, you know, like I said, this takes a lot. And everybody is an artist to me, on uh, every single movie project t v project uh you know everybody's an artist wherever you are, that you are connected with these incredible opportunities. so tell us what was it like uh, what was it like uh doing something like this
9: Well I'll you know tell you working how with I these started. incredible
4: folks yeah
9: no i'll I'll tell you how it all started is you know actually. It started from what I call Black Panther 1, and what we did there was so inspirational, and I feel like it was so empowering, especially for the black, uh, like for the black community, the black culture, and it also is something where I think, you know, we really started honing into that idea, which we always have known, but really in a global way, that black hair is beautiful. And looking at Black people are beautiful and seeing us in that way. So I think it started that great movement in that sense. So starting from from there and moving into the next one, it was like, how can we connect these two movies that are very, very different? So for me, in the design context, it was something that I started with Ryan Coogler, which is the director of Black Panther. Yeah, and starting talking to him and really dissecting what this next movie was going to look like. So this movie is going to be, let's call it about the women. It's about, if you look, there's not a lot of men in the movie, so it's really about Mm. the women. It's about the connection. It's about the mother. It's about the daughter. It's about the relationship. So all of those things came internal also. So that's something that we started. So what I looked at is, starting off with the character of Ramonda and Shiri, the mother and daughter story and the mother and daughter element of it, is that what would they look like if, according to, you know, West African tradition, if they had shaved their heads in mourning? So if we took from that time to a year later, what would their hair look like? So that's how I started, like, designing it and creating Um, it from that concept. And then, you know, working out with the other characters in the sense of it's building characters that still were familiar to the audience. Because we didn't, if you change people so much, sometimes you don't even know who they are on camera. So I always, exactly. like, always want to tie a thread, you know, if you have from the first to the second to the third movie. So, you know, like, for instance, you know, keeping, keeping Ramonda's hair, Angela Bassett, keeping her hair in the platinum color. She's not in the locks but she still has that platinum, silvery, yes. beautiful, Afro, curly hair, keeping her in that. Absolutely. And then taking taking the character like Shuri, Letitia Wright, taking her into something where you see her at this movie, she has truly evolved as a character. She's more of a leader. She is in mourning. She is she's discovering who she is as a young woman. So seeing her through that process and seeing her hair evolve. Then taking somebody like you know, um, Nakia, which is uh, Lapita Narunga, taking her and, like, seeing how she's going to evolve, but, like, changing her hair and allowing her to evolve and giving her longer locks, but still keeping her in the beautiful Nakia red that, like, people love so much. All all the ladies love that color. So, you know, and even, like, you know, the flashbacks that we have of um, Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger still, you know, even for a one-day shoot, making sure that he has the locks in because the ladies love the locks and the men love the locks. (laughs) So, like, keeping all of those characters familiar in a new story and keeping it grounded in that way. And that's how, you know, like, I always like to hone in on what the hair story is going to be internally inside the movie. So that's that's how a lot of that came about. Yeah.
4: Well, yes, and you say about the hair story and crafting that. Now, um, and I was reading somewhere. So you have a, a team, a team that oh, you yes. work with, with to design yes. all of this. And I read with 300 wigs. Uh, wow. That's a lot. Yes. That, you no, were it's busy. a lot. <laughs>
9: I mean, we were busy, yes. but I always say this, you know, uh, teamwork makes the dream work. So I'm yes. always, because people always ask me things like, well, how do you pick people? Do you pick the best hairstylist? Do you pick the best? And I say this is, and this is really true, Carrie, and this is something people don't, like, know about me. I don't care sometimes if you're the best hairdresser or the best no. makeup artist. The reason I don't care, because if you have an attitude that is not well, or if you're not kind, right. if you don't know how to be pleasant, Ooh. that doesn't work inside of what I call the society of the trailer, and that's where we work. So it's people who know you can be, for me, you can be a mediocre hairstylist. You can be a mediocre barber. But if you come to work with the right attitude, with the right mindset, you know, the, the really the mindset for me is how may I serve? Because we all have, mm-hmm. that's what we have to do. We are serving people and we are serving the movie in the best way that we know how. So going into it like that, that's how I look at and that's how I pick people. And I was really fortunate to have a great group of people. And I'll just give everybody kind of a shout out. So I have like for my key, which is a position under myself, I had two keys. And that is um Evelyn Feliciano and Marva Stokes. They were my keys. And then I had my master barber, which is Victor Paz. And Victor is you know, he's he is he is my ride and die and he's been with me through so many movies and he did the first Black Panther and he is the master barber and he is a phenomenal barber. And then we had Amber Mayer, we had Jason Simmons who's also a barber and we had Derek Washington who's a barber. And then we had Nancy Martinez and um and we had and they were on second unit and you know, we'll talk about all that the water unit. Like those are all the things people don't know like all the moving parts that have to happen in order to make a film of this size.
4: Absolutely. Well, let me tell you something. It is just uh, incredible to pull something like this together, and I love it. And also, and I can hear it in your voice, and we can see it on screen, obviously, but we can also hear the passion in your voice, the professionalism in your voice, um, how you have kind of, you know, connected everything. You literally connected all the dots. So I want to talk and go back a little bit. Now, I read somewhere that you mm-hmm. started out in Pente, Arizona. How did yes. you get from Arizona to Hollywood, literally?
7: <laughs> well, okay. I can tell you this.
9: I, I'm, I'm a third-generation hairstylist, so I come from a wow. family of hairstylists. So, yeah. you know, like being in the salon is being like at home for me. Like I love being in the salon, you know, as a little girl, um, my uncle my uncle robert weapon you know he's deceased now god rest his soul he was somebody who was very pivotal for me in my career and and growing up because you know if you wanted to get your hair done on saturday you had to be in there and be the shampoo girl you have to take out rollers <laughs> you have to sweep hair like you know you have to do your job you, know, you, you
4: have to yeah exactly
9: You have to know how to base people and get them based, get it ready for the relaxes. So all of those things, like I grew up knowing and learning and being in the salon. So, you know, that's just something that's in my DNA, and it's something that, you know, know, my family is so proud of. And we call it, some of us call it the family business because so many of us, I do have Mm -hmm. quite a few um, cousins and people in my family who are basically hairstylists. You know, but they don't work in the business, but they're hairstylists. And then I say from the tip to the L.A. part, that's something that just happened. You know, I'm just going to be honest. I fell in love with the guy, and I decided I was move to L.A. <laughs> of course, that it didn't always work comes out.
7: down to <laughs> that. <laughs> that. always comes, comes down. down to that. You know, it always comes
9: down to yeah. that. But that part didn't work out, but everything else oh. I think I'm doing pretty
7: good. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to yeah. say I think it kinda did work out.
9: <laughs> yeah. it, everything yeah. else, it did
4: it,
10: it did work out right. in a beautiful way. Because, yeah. So, yeah,
4: exactly. Because it, everything happens for a reason. You know that, Camille. Hey, everything man. happens for hey, a man. reason. Yes. And um so and you're just so. doing big things. Yeah. Now yeah. listen, I wanna yeah. just tell everybody in case You guys are just joining us. You're listening to the all Know Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Let me just go ahead and get that on out. I'm out here in Brooklyn, New York, so we are literally about 3,000 miles away from you guys out there. But um, my guest today is Camille Friend, and you guys, uh, there's very little that needs to be said. You've done amazing things, making your mark in movies and TV. And uh, my guest today the one and only Camille Friend. Let me just go ahead and say that. Now, Camille, I read this. Uh, You worked on some huge projects. You mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, earlier, uh, Volume 2. Also, the Hunger Games, uh, Mockingjay Parts 1 and 2, uh, Hateful Eight, Dream Girls, okay, uh, Captain America, (laughs) Civil War, what's this, Django? uh, Just so many projects. Uh, so you, you know, it looks like you were kind of destined for all this, this incredible, uh, you know, these accolades and all of that. So, uh, so how well, does it make you feel? Are there bigger things that you want to accomplish? Because to me, that's pretty huge out there. You know, being nominated for an Academy Sure. So let's you know, talk about
10: that.
9: Be, it's kind of funny because I almost feel like I know this sounds really strange. But it almost feels like I want to call it. It's like I feel like I'm having a rebirth, in the sense of um, like you know, for so many for so many years. My really my thoughts, my passions, and you know, always my dream is to get nominated for an Oscar. So now we're here. So it allows me to have like all my other dreams now. I can move on. You know, dreams do happen, yeah. and it, it happened to me. So you know, there's so many other things that I, I'm so many interested. I'm interested in doing, and like one of my main things I love doing now is teaching. I teach, and it's something I have a company called Ooh. Hairstallers. And one thing that I that I'm passionate about is teaching people what it takes to be in this business. But this is this is oh, yeah. how I like to look at it. I like to look at it on two sides. There is a business side because there is a business to the business. There are protocols, there are procedures, there are things how it's done in the business. And as an outsider, a lot of things you don't know. And then you also have on the other side, which is the practical. It is, you know, the hair styling, you know, the makeup artistry, all of that is on the other side. So I teach both sides of the coin because I think to be successful, you need to know both. And I always tell people, first thing is pay your taxes. Like, you know, like, yeah. sister, sister. Yeah, you on, be in trouble. don't pay their taxes. Like, you know, so I teach basic things like, you know, that and how to get into the business, how to fill out your paperwork, how to do your resume and portfolio, and also how to have equity in this business, because how do you get to be a department head like me? What are the things you need to know? So those are the sort of things that I that I teach, and also, like, how to put on a wig really well. So, you know, that's probably I would call that my next chapter in the sense of is really getting out there and teaching even more than I already have. And I just want to elevate people as they go along in their career and give them a tool that, that is helpful to them as they go along, as you have problems, as you encounter things, as you grow, and how to elevate your career. Like, so those are things that I think about, and I'm, I'd like to help people and mentor them towards, towards that.
4: Well, you're doing just that. You really are, and today is is it's evidenced right here, where you are definitely you've you've made a mark. You don't even have to say it. <laughs> you, you know, you've you've blazed an incredible career. You've set up a path for folks to follow. But the fact that right. you are teaching uh, is is even greater. And I read that you were a platform artist, and I could just see you up there now. I. And I can hear your personality. I just know that you are just incredible, oh, yeah. uh, decent folks. Yes, I love Our that at the shows. Are so, show. Our so
9: are so fun. Like, in fact, I'm actually looking for a place. I want to do a three-day wig class, and I'm still looking for a place to carry it on for three days because people want to give you two days. So I'm still looking for a place, but that's something like I've always well. Well, to listen, we're going to bring you out to the class. East Coast. <laughs> We're gonna bring you to the east
4: coast.
10: Yes, you know,
9: like live classes to me are the best. I love being with my people to touch, feel, yes. and just to give people that really that hands-on effect. Yeah,
4: absolutely, so important. Now, I do want to ask you about this because I've interviewed um, a few folks in the industry, and over the years, they've always talked about not having great folks behind the scenes, but that wasn't, that was kind of like the past. Has that been addressed in terms of having hairstylists who are people of color to address the hair needs on set? So, because there were a lot of, uh, you know, in front of the camera who were wearing wigs when they didn't want to necessarily. So, but we didn't have a lot of folks, uh, according to them at that time. So I think it's changed a bit. Uh, What do you say to that?
9: No, I definitely agree. And Listen, I'm going to say we're not where we should be, but we are making strides. I have to tell you, both the unions on the East Coast, which is 798, and the West Coast Union, which is 706, they are both making strides to change. And, you know, people, like, I'm just telling you, people are, like, there's a lot of people that are getting in the union, and people who, you know, and people who are, who know how to do you know, I call it. I'm going to say this: all hair textures. Because I think what we have to do, you know, as black stylists or if you know or Latin stylists, we have to be capable too of doing all textures of hair. So I'm talking from you know, like let's just call it like a straight one A to a to a oh, four C. Yeah. Just have the gamut of hair. No matter who sits in your chair, it is our responsibility that we know how to do that hair. So, you know, that's what I think has changed. And the powers that be, I I have lots of meetings and lots of phone calls. I had a big meeting which I won't say, yesterday with a studio. And they know the issues. And guess what? They want to help change it. So I think we're in oh, a, yeah. a a place that The awareness has come. People are making strides to change it. So what we have to do is the people that do get in, we have to represent ourselves in a way that is going to elevate us and who's going to keep us there because it's not only about doing hair, as I just want to always, it's not always about doing makeup. It's all about your personal attitude. It's about, it's like getting along. And this is the thing. You're going to work with people that you don't like. I work with a lot of people I don't like, but absolutely I have to have a professional relationship with them, and I have to learn how to get along, and you have to learn how to – I always say this – you have to learn how to be comfortable in uncomfortable spaces. Yeah. And, you know, and that's,
4: that's just, just true of true in the
10: real world anyway. That's <laughs> yeah, true in the real right. world.
9: No it, it really, you know, no, it really is. You know, it really is. Yeah. It might be somebody like, listen, you can work next to somebody who you wouldn't have lunch with them or you don't want to go to the yes. house, but you got to work with them for six months, and you got to get along. you got to be professional exactly. and know that this is a job you have to get along. And, you know, I, like I have to say, I don't like, you know, people, I don't like people who work for me, no tantrums, no stomping around the trailer, oh, right. none of that. Yeah. We talk.
7: Well,
9: and if you have exactly. an issue, we talk it out. Because, you know, every day is not perfect. Everybody's not going to get along all time. And, you know, we just try our best. But, you know, you have to you have to come and understand. You know what you're getting yourself into. It's not all okay. bliss and glamour. It's early. I got it. it. It's yeah. late nights. It's mud. It's dirt. You're gonna be cold. You're gonna be hot. You're gonna be sweaty. You 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 might be in a place that has ticks and and chiggers and snakes. I'm being serious. Like I've been wow. through all of it. So, but you still in those conditions because the conditions can be harsh you still have to keep your professionalism and do your job.
4: Camille, who, who, I, I can hear that you are an incredible manager, uh, an incredible leader at what you do. So who poured into you? I know you came from a long line of hairstylists, but who poured yes. this into you?
10: <laughs> well, where did
4: this come from? You have a, a certain well, drive, a knack or something. Where, where did that come from? <laughs>
9: Well, I'm going to tell you what my mother says. Uh, this personality, the type of personality I was born with it, because she was like, even, you know, even at times when I was a Girl Scout, when I was a child, I wanted to be number one yes. and sell the most cookies. So, <laughs> yes, I so love it. I can hear guys, it. I had, but I had, you know, I had really great parents. I had strong, I had strong parents. I'm the, I'm the firstborn child. But then, you know, I well, look at it this way. I come from a large, like, family of women. So, like, I find so much strength with my aunts. Like, I feel like, you know, I'm a person, I still talk to, like, my aunts at least once a week or every other day or a couple times a week. Like, Mm -hmm. I talk to my aunts and I, like, you know, they know me, they know my heart, I speak to my aunts. And, like, I have so many beautiful mentors in this business. Like, um, like Robert Stevenson, Robert Stevenson, he's retired now, but he was Mm -hmm. Sam Jackson's original hairstylist. I worked for him. He taught me so much. Irma Kent is another person. Irma took me from from television and took me to and I did eight mile and I ended up doing four or five movies with Irma Kent. These are people who poured wow. into me. There's a woman named Pixie Schwartz when I was doing television. She helped me out so much. Joanne Stafford Cheney, she helped me along the way. Like these are all people who poured into me and they taught me so much. And then even I would say this. People can even teach you how you don't want to be. So people teach you mm. so many things if you're just if you're just there and you can be the student and you can be the observer.
4: I don't know. I can't even respond. To it. Amazing. That's all I can say. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And and see that's why you're also a teacher now. You're just passing that along yeah. and yeah. influencing totally. so many. Totally. Well, listen, I just want to say thank you, Camille. Uh, Camille, friend, my guest today. Camille, you are, please, this is your new home here at the Hair Radio Morning Show. uh, Whenever you are releasing projects, I tell you, uh, the hairstylists, uh, the barbers, all of the folks that we connect with, you are a shining beacon for us to follow, and and, uh, so we so appreciate it, and you taking the time. Academy Award nominated, okay. Uh, I, and I think that's the first for our show. So I think we've had people, you know, you know, before and after. But you're in the season, and this is, and, and 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 more ways than one. So we're so proud of you.
9: Please, mm-hmm. thank you. Uh, thank, thank you so much. And to all, okay. you, all your all your listeners, I just want to say thank you, thank you to you, and you know. We'll talk again. I, got, I have another big movie coming out. i got Little Mermaid with the first black oh. mermaid coming out. Come on now. Oh, yes. wow. You Are you going to come did. back for that and
7: tell us all about it?
9: I would, I would love to. I designed the look for her. Oh. So I would love to talk about it, awesome. talk about the process. And everything that we that we that we did, and what an exciting moment! And to be a part of that movement, also for so many young women and people to be able to see a mermaid and look at them and and represent in a beautiful way that black is beautiful.
4: You know what? Yes, I I take my hat off to you. I tip my hat. Outstanding. You just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. All
10: the doors are
9: open. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean
4: all the going. doors.
9: I'm gonna keep going. No, and thank I you love so it. Much. And
4: the windows thank you, thank for that you. much. Thank yes, and uh, and thank also, you. Camille, thank I just you. want to say thank you to your entire team for helping to to bring oh, this uh, wonderful interview to uh, to pass today. So thanks so much. You have an incredible day out there. Okay.
9: All right. Thank you.
4: All right. Everybody, Camille, friend, please, thank you so much for being with us. Guys, stay with us. We've got a lot more to get to this morning. To the Hair Radio Morning Show. I'm Carrie Hines. Now my very special guest is from the world of theater. Her name is Doris Garrett. Good morning, Doris, and welcome to the Hair Radio Morning Show.
5: Good morning, and thank you for having me on.
4: Absolutely. Now the folks out there certainly know the amazing production that you are connected with. It's called Beauty Shop. And I have to start here, uh, your husband, the amazing playwright and just pure genius uh, in my book and, and the book of the world out here <laughs> to the public, uh, Mr. Shelley Garrett, the late Shelley Garrett. I just have to say, um, just on behalf of everybody at the Hair Radio Morning Show, he was a friend and uh, you know a, a special guest here on our program um, and just an awesome gentleman. And I just wanted to express that to you, that sentiment, and uh, speak to you a little bit about uh, celebrating the life of this amazing gentleman and uh, the amazing legacy that you are continuing here. So welcome to the Hair Radio Morning Show.
5: Thank you, and thank you for the kind words concerning my husband.
4: Absolutely.
5: Now, I have
4: to say, uh, Miss. Mrs. Doris Garrett, you have to tell us. Um, can you talk a little bit about the amazing play, the uh, about Beauty Shop, and some of the amazing memories that you guys have associated with it?
5: Uh, well, um, you know, Shelley is the writer, director, and and he was producer <laughs> before yes. I came on and and took over that position. Um, it's been touring the. United States for over 33 years. Um, well, actually, he started in, in, um, 33 years ago, but he was doing a tour for 30 years.
4: Right, right. So that is amazing. And I have to tell you, I've got to tell all of our listeners, in full disclosure, I had an opportunity, of course, to come out and see the uh, wonderful uh, touring of the 30th anniversary that you guys, when you toured through, my neck of the woods here in Brooklyn, New York. So I just have to, I've got to go back because I wanted to find out. I know that you have, you've long had a big interest in theater. This is not something that just kind of started. So uh, what was it that, what sparks your interest about the theater? What is it that is so exciting to you?
5: Well, I do have a BA in theater. I graduated from Albany State University and um i've always been interested in acting um I, I actually wanted to have acting as a as um a background because I was trying to get into modeling but um that bug stuck with me, <laughs> so oh, yeah. I turned to theater more so than modeling and it was just a blessing that um after uh, retiring at age forty because i i got um i was working with an engineering company. And I decided to go back into my major, which was speech and theater. And then that's when I met Shelly. So it was just like, it was like meant to be.
4: Yes. And I have to say, um, it has long been one of my favorite memories meeting the two of you guys. Um, I cannot say and stress it enough. So I'm not going to, because I will fan out. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to hold it together <laughs> for you guys. Um, so I do want to talk a little bit more about this celebration, if you will, of the uh, anniversary of the play. And also, what's happening, of course, right now, everybody, everything is on pause at the moment. Um, so you guys out there listening right now, whenever you do hear this, um, so just at this current time, we're not able to do, nobody's able to do pretty much anything right now. But what are some of the plans going forward, Doris? What are you looking to do in the way of Shelley's legacy?
5: Well, Shelley again always toured in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I'm I wanted to take it out of the country. Um, I think that would Shelley didn't fly, so he was Oh, wasn't,
7: is that right? he didn't <laughs> like to fly? You
5: no, know, he stopped flying in nineteen eighty.
4: Oh
10: um, wow. He, okay. he, yeah,
5: he said that the the flight was smooth. Um he, there was no problems, but he just held a, he just had a feeling he had and he made a promise to God that if he landed safely, he wouldn't have to ask him that ever again. So wow. in 1980 he stopped flying. So even though we lived in Atlanta, whenever we had to go to California or wherever, we always drove. Now we would always fly the cast but Shell and I drove.
4: Wow. But that also makes that that made for a lot of fun times on the road and good memories. It did. There.
5: It really did. I, I you know, I am constantly telling my, my friends and family members that they're missing out on a lot when they are just flying from different locations exactly. because of the scenery and stopping and shopping and just enjoying
4: Exactly you know, different That's places. Of- yeah. That was a big part of the fun, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know. Oh,
5: yeah, most definitely.
4: See, and I'll tell you, now some of the folks, um, you know, in terms of talking about Beauty Shop, the play, and the huge amount of, uh, you know, all of the wonderful things, I remember um, in talking with Shelly back in 2016 here on our broadcast, he was sharing with us about some of the amazing folks who came through the doors. He ushered Mm -hmm. in a lot of little-known talent at that time. And uh, they were joining his cast, you know, being part of the cast and getting their first taste of exposure. So when you talk to some of these folks, um, you know, what comes to mind?
5: Well, I know that um, he started, you're asking the question as far as what careers he started. Well, I mean,
4: you know, he started some of these amazing folks like the gentleman who passed away from, uh, Tommy Ford from, uh, from Martin and uh, quite a few others uh, from Steve Harvey's show. I know he's helped to, helped to usher in their careers. Um, mm-hmm. So I was just wondering, in addition to a whole bunch of others, um, so when you hear, like, um, you, you know, some of these folks you may still keep in touch with, does it give you a good feeling to know that he helped to launch these careers in, in a big way?
5: It does, um, because, first of all, Shelley always wanted to give back. And went, not only did he launch their careers, but he was also constantly looking for new talent to, mm-hmm. to also launch their careers as well. Um, the most recent person, I should say, was Miss Juicy from... Um, the Ricky Smiley Show. Yes. Well, actually, she was in Shelley's play before she actually was on Ricky Smiley Show, and then now she's she's with Little Women of Atlanta. So, wow. yeah,
4: it's, that's not, in addition to a long line of others, and I oh, do yeah. mean a long line. Okay, yes. let me just let me just say that out there. So he had an incredible eye uh, mm-hmm. for talent. Yes. yes. And so um, I'm very excited, Ms. Doris Garrett, to have you on the show. And I'll <laughs> tell you, no, I really remember this so well. You were so kind and gracious. You guys oh, really were. I, re- I mean, it's, you know, I really can't say any more than that. So <laughs> I just want to tell you that uh, from all of us, we are celebrating, you know, uh, the amazing contribution of black hair uh, to the landscape. And we certainly could not do it without paying tribute to the one and only Mr. Shelley Garrett. So and I, I appreciate wanna...
5: that. Thank you so much. Um, we're, we're still going to be, again, I promised Shelley to keep his legacy going. So my daughters and I um, are going to do just that. We are uh, looking forward to 2021. Um,
4: and I'm hoping you'll come you... out to our Hair Nation Expo and some of our wonderful things that we have to do just that.
5: Well, I'll uh, look forward to it. That would be great.
4: And you have a home here. And, you know, uh, we're going to do some things, and we're going to, you know, I certainly will let you know, because we have some wonderful ideas in mind to definitely to preserve that legacy, and and we're going to do that here on the Radio Morning Show. Doris, is there any lasting thoughts you want to leave us with today, anything that you want to share?
5: Well, Shelley always, um, you know, when he was talking to people and trying to encourage them to, you know, to go on with their dreams, he always used to say, believe in yourself and also, why not you? You know, there, there are other, a lot of celebrities and um, people doing their own um, business are, have already made it and they're successful. So he always asked the question, why not you? So don't let anybody else tell you that you can't do it, because you can. You just have to believe in yourself.
4: Wow. On that note, I want to thank you, Doris Garrett, of the Beauty Shop Plays. Uh, Thank you so much for being with us, the executive producer of the Beauty Shop Plays. You guys are going to have to stay in touch with us here at the Hair Radio Morning Show, and we'll continue. (laughs)
1: Shine with the Hair
4: Radio Morning Show with Carrie Hines. And thank you, Purple Barbie. It is mid-show. It's Wednesday morning, September 27th of 2023. Yes, 2023. I'm Carrie Hines out of Brooklyn, New York. It's great to have you guys with us. As always, And uh, you were just listening to one of the classic interviews here uh, with Miss Doris Garrett. Uh, I'm sorry, she's the wife of the late Shelley Garrett. We'll talk a little bit about that. But first, let me bring to the line. You guys know what time of the day it is? It's mid show, and we are bringing back to the line the one and only Queen of the Mornings, Miss Nicole Marie. Good Good morning, morning, Miss Nicole.
8: Happy mid show. Happy
4: Wednesday. Yes, well, we, yes, happy oh, happy no Wednesday. <laughs> yeah.
10: Happy
4: Happy Wednesday morning <laughs> to you. So, um yeah, so we're doing great. I've uh, been kind of just uh digging in the vault of the hair radio yeah. vault. Uh, I love over the goodness. last thirty years. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I I love her. It. Yeah. yeah, Doris, uh, and I was just thinking about Doris, um, Doris, uh, the wife of uh, of the late Shelley Garrett, and and I had a chance to meet Doris and Shelley when they both passed through Brooklyn, New York, and I had been asked by the uh, team to write a piece to write a piece oh, uh, that talked about oh yeah. yeah yeah that talked about their thirty years of touring uh, with uh-huh. the Beauty Shop. Dave. And I did, and that's how I got to uh, be friendly with them, and and uh, we've gone on, and um, I stayed in touch with Doris over the years, and just uh, really great. You know, I'm a big fan of Shelley Garrett. Um, I started reading his story, and it just it mirrored my life so much, or vice versa. Yeah. And, uh, I love it. I love
8: the Yeah, really great. Uh, his legacy alive. Very
4: sad that he's lost early, but he left us a, a beautiful legacy. So uh, that uh, is great. So listen, good Wednesday morning. Um you know, we could listen guys out there, if you're hearing some of the items it's because and they reference back to like SARS reference twenty twenty one. You may hear some, uh because this has been over the years. <laughs> yeah. We're celebrating yeah. nine hundred episodes. That's a long time. That's a lot. Very
8: long time. That's a lot. Lots of interviews. Lots of wonderful guests. Yes, I love it. Yes,
4: yes. Um, let me just officially say we do have some breaking news. The writer's strike in Hollywood has ended. So we That's want amazing. to uh, finally Yeah, we wanna make sure that yeah, that you guys out there know it's officially ended, which means that I, I would imagine they voted and signed off on it and all of those things. Um, right. I see them ticketing outside of Paramount Pictures, uh, Paramount Studios. It just reminds me when I used to go out to Hollywood. I used to go out to Paramount Studios. That's where they shot the Arsenio Hall show. Right. So, uh, right through the gate. So um, those were my old, uh, old traveling days. So listen, I'm excited. Uh, what this means in the context, they were concerned about streaming, making more. This is the writers making more from streaming. Also, exactly. um, just having more control over their content and concerned about AI and all these things. So, as we get more details on this at the Air Radio Morning Show, we will continue to keep you abreast. But we are right. excited right. that the strike has ended. Yeah, so we can get back to some of our favorite shows. Speaking of Hollywood, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about uh, one of the, well, Hollywood, and also we kind of led in this morning with our original interview with Miss Camille Friend. You know, recently we played yes, the second love it. interview, but we had, yeah, this is one of my favorite interviews of all time. This is when right she well. was in the running yeah yes, she was in the for the so
8: positive and uh, upbeat and
4: absolutely
8: i love it and down to earth <laughs> she
4: yeah. down to earth the yeah. yeah.
7: she,
10: she
4: um, brings it she, she brings it and and she i love her because that we're, that's how we are i'm the same right. way i think uh, she's fantastic time. yeah yeah she's really cool and the thing that gets me is that and how far we what we've accomplished at the hair radio morning show when well, you have oscar nominated people grammy award winners tony winning it's people amazing. What, what can
8: i say
4: about yeah. this show
8: it's amazing it's just amazing
4: i, I i'm speechless
8: i'm <laughs> speechless
4: i really am that's uh quite an um an accomplishment. And just on that level, not to mention, even when I look back, I go back a little bit with this Nicole Marie. And I remember we had on the show there was all this bigger hubabaloo uh talking about uh the great Madame C J Walker. And right. it was the movie that was coming out. Um uh, based on the On Her Ground book um, that was written by Alilia Bundles, the great-great-granddaughter right. of Madame C.J. Walker. So before the movie came out, A'Lelia, you know, we had a chance to work together. She came out to my show in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Oh, we had a blast. We had a blast. To see Madame C.J. <laughs> Walker's great, great granddaughter over at my bar making the food. We had uh, so many of the esteemed artists and hairstylists up in my suite. And we had a DJ over there. They walked out onto the balcony that overlooked the ocean. Um, it was just, there are no words.
8: I've had wow. an
4: incredible career. Yes. I've had an incredible career with this and uh, and it's just it's it's just going. I think back to um celebrating um the outcome of the Gorilla Glue Girls hair issue and you know, big Hi. things. And we're talking to one of the biggest stories in the last twenty five years, literally. Right. Um You know, it's just, I feel like we've accomplished so much. My goodness. Yes, and we really have put it in.
8: Still moving. (laughs)
4: And we're still moving, that's right. Uh, You know, coming up in just a few minutes, of course, we've got Michael Hopkins. He is the host of Vet Talk Radio. And see if I can get on, this morning we opened up with one of my favorite songs. We'll get it on in just a little bit uh just it's just a it, it warms your heart there's no better way i can say that really so we'll get that on in just a bit and michael will be joining us um at about 15 minutes or so and I want to kind of okay. catch up with him yeah on uh some of the wonderful great things that even yesterday uh we aired we had some technical things going on and a little bit earlier but we had an, a marvelous airing uh, with Michael. It was live of uh, the Vet Talk radio show.
6: And yeah, so I want to wonderful. talk with him a
4: little bit about that. Yeah, it was part two. And um, and we've got the last of his special series. So we'll have him weigh in on all of that coming up at about uh, 7.30 or so this morning, 7.25 or so. Michael Hopkins out of the beautiful Spotsylvania, Virginia.
5: Now, Nicole
4: Marie, back to you. What is going on down there? How is the weather down the weather. in, yes, in Mississippi?
8: Well, How is, is the weather? It's a little bit cooler. We are in the high 60s this morning, about 66 degrees, but it does warm up. In the afternoon, oh boy, we're still in the high 80s. But we oh, don't wow. have all the humidity and everything. It's, it's still nice and beautiful.
3: Well, I'm
4: but happy to I, hear I'm that. I'm ready
8: for fall. <laughs> I love the fall, and I'm so ready for it.
4: Yes. Well, uh, yeah. I I think I'm a fall guy too. Literally, <laughs> I love it, and um, just happy to you know be doing our thing. And and right. this is just a great. Well, how's time the weather the in New year?
8: York? Has the weather started turning towards the fall?
4: Uh, it's turned towards the spring. We have to have so much rain, but I do wanna to say today uh we have a reprieve. It should be sunny today, so we're real excited about that. And okay. uh, when it returns a little bit to rain, but that's okay. We've got a surplus of rain, of course, in recent times. Uh, but that's okay. Mother Nature Okay. Is I just, want to you know, keep that just,
8: rain that way then.
4: <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> Listen, I want to catch up with you to catch, uh, to talk a little bit about the community. It's been a while since we've had a chance to chat about the community work that we're okay. doing. Uh, you, being, um, uh, you were voted into office, let's just make that clear. Uh, right. Mine was an appointment up here in New York, so I'm super excited no um, through a review process. I do want folks to, to know. Uh, I didn't just walk in and say, hey, I'm here. (laughs) You know, there was a lengthy, there was a lengthy review process. Let me just say that. And I was on pins and needles uh, the entire time. Uh, So, but, you know, so down there, you guys are, uh, you have a voting election process, or how does that work? You guys meet up each month and. What can you share with us about your yes. uh, your area down here with your community?
8: Well, yes, we are voted in, um, voted in for a four-year term, wow. and um, yes, I've been on my city board since 2017, and so thankful to just all of just my community members in my ward and just. Um, just across the city, just for supporting me and just um, always giving me valuable information. I always reach out to them to see what their what their needs are, um, where they think that we can continue to improve, and I definitely take that to the board, because it's not what people don't understand sometimes is when we're voting on different things, they think it's you. No, it's not me. I'm voting for my constituents. And what my constituents know. exactly, and that that's very exactly.
4: important. <laughs> very, exactly. very important. And 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 I agree. And and it's almost here in New York City. Um, and I'm just a part of a board that represents a constituency here in a in a section of Brooklyn. And right. my section has a constituency of over two hundred thousand individuals. That's a lot. Wow, um, that's a lot. So yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people, a lot of folks. And so I'm super excited about it. Uh, So today, I also have some meetings coming up a little later on today with the community. So I'll be doing that after the show and and just, uh, and I'll keep you guys informed and abreast of what's happening. I'm super excited about it, the wonderful group. Yes, I get to sit with the power brokers each meeting and talk over what's happening on uh, local government So I'm super excited to literally be a New York City public official.
8: Right. And there's always so many things going on, so many things to be done. And it's, Carrie, let me just say, it's, you know, as a community member, you know, you read stuff in the newspaper, you say, oh, well, this is going on, that's going on, but you don't truly know until you're on the other side. Everything that goes into it and everything that has to be done the decisions that have to be made for things to run every single day. It's just exactly. so much. And just, you know, you just put so much into it. So Absolutely. It's, a, it's a wonderful well, thank opportunity, you and I'm just honored to be in this position
4: and be able well, to listen, serve my thank community. thank you. You are leading the way. You are leading the charge, Nicole Marie, down on Water Valley, thank Mississippi. You. Great work. Now, I just want to remind folks coming up on Friday in two days, you know, today is Wednesday. So on September 29th, again, it's 2023. I have to make sure folks know <laughs> what year it is. Uh, so coming up on Friday, uh, we are celebrating our literally our 900th show. That means today is show number 898. So, yeah, Friday is show number 900. Wow. And we are just so excited we couldn't be more excited um we're going to be going back and delving in to some of these classic pieces that we've done uh again a chronology Love. of all kinds of things and talks yeah. and we've chatted about everything
11: um
4: you'll find a lot of stories at our blog at uh, so when you go to com, again com go to the blog tab, the L O G. You'll see a list of amazing articles and stories that really capture what we've been through. Right. So in recent times. So I I just have to say what an incredible journey. What an incredible journey. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I I really and I have to come back to where we started and how we started, and a commitment to content. And that's a personal commitment to content. It's uh, always bringing you the best that we can, uh, keeping everybody upbeat and positive, and just hanging in there when it seems like there's no way through.
8: That's it. Perseverance Perseverance
4: And so um, I think I have a new motto that I Kind of picked up on Don't know where I heard this Before but it was something about (laughs) Something about playing on (laughs) Playing
8: on
7: Yes I know exactly where you got
8: that Play
7: on, play on. Exactly. <laughs> the always <laughs> letting me
4: have it because just yesterday she shared this. And those words, uh, play on, really mean that. I think it was yesterday. And it's, you know, to me yeah. it's let's play on. And I really mean that. And meaning let's keep it going. That's it. Let's keep it going. You'll get there. May not be when, how, or who, or what, or where, but just um, don't stop you don't stop because it's what's inside of you
8: that's and it. so
4: or if you um, haven't
8: started, start
4: if you haven't started, start it's never too late. Remember what exactly. was possible for you yesterday is still possible Monday. for you today, so that is another one of my wonderful quotes there. Now, Nicole-Marie, speaking of what was possible, uh, you helped to make it possible every day to keep us on that positive track. And that's starting by inspiring hope. And you do this every morning right here on the Hair Radio Morning Show. So um, we love it because it's called Hope of the Day. And we love how you just come right on in and give us that hope of that little nugget of inspiration. Please, Nicole Marie, take it away.
8: Thank you so much, Carrie. (laughs) Well, each and every day, I share an inspirational way from a book just to lift your spirits, to encourage you, to give you that boost to start your day. And it's all about hope. Hope's the belief that our future can be better than our past. And no matter what each and every one of us may be going through, has been through, or still the things that we have to come, there's always that positive expectation that change can and will occur in our lives. And it's so very, very important because it gives our lives meaning, something for us to hold on to. So I want to share the hope of the day for this wonderful, wonderful Wednesday For all of the fans of the Hair Radio Morning Show, and this moment is courtesy of the book called High Hopes by Patrick Lindsay. So the hope of the day is explore your creativity. Don't accept your perceptions of your boundaries formed by misguided experiences. Ignore them. Look at yourself afresh. Ask, why not? Explore fresh fields. Back to you, Carrie.
3: Wow.
8: Oh, my. Uh, I agree.
4: I totally agree. Uh, Patrick's book, High Hopes. I love this Patrick Lindsay's book. Um, You know, exploring your creativity. Uh, Where it comes to boundaries, oftentimes we can limit ourselves. We're our greatest, you know, uh, supposed to put ourselves down. We really are. And so we've got to remind ourselves. Sometimes you might fall off a little bit, uh, but you get back on. Pretend you didn't fall off at all. That's how you keep going.
11: And you
4: really do. You have to just, you know, keep going and and, uh, remember that. I love that, exploring fresh. Yeah.
8: yeah Something yeah. getting
4: richer sounding than that yeah.
8: <laughs> but Carrie really, you yeah, have to first, you have to first explore if you never tap in to your creativity you don't know right. what you're capable of you have to tap in and once you start tapping mm-hmm. in and those that creative flow comes to you then you keep it going keep it going right each and every I one of us that. has a different gift. And so what's inside of you is not for somebody else. It's for you. So you have to explore that. You have to create that and let your creativity flow. And don't stop
3: based on what somebody
8: else says, what somebody else thinks. That's all about you and what you've created, what you think, and where you want to go. So you just flow with it
4: it gets no better than that, Nicole Marie. It really doesn't. Well, I'm just curious. I wonder about Michael Hopkins, our illustrious host of the Vet Talk radio show. And if Michael can weigh in on the hope of the day, I agree with you. But let's find out. Michael Hopkins comes to us from beautiful Spotsylvania, Virginia. Um, I believe it's the northern part of Virginia. We'll ask him. I'm not sure. Michael Hopkins. Good morning. Good, oh, morning.
3: You Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Good morning, crew. Okay. Good night. morning, Good crew.
8: Morning.
3: Yes. Wow. Happy mid show. Happy mid show. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, yes. and well, I Michael, love that particular hope today. Oh, That's a great one. Oh, oh um, about creativity. Yeah. And a, and a lot yes. of times, a lot of people don't realize that they have creativity. Right. All they have to do is explore it. Sometimes you you have things inside of you that want to come out. But a lot of people sometimes they get a little conservative and oh, I don't think I can do that. You'd be surprised. Yeah, right. (laughs) People you know, they'd be surprised of what they can do. If they just, I don't even believe in that That thinking out of the box. I don't even think there is a box. I think it's just a world of possibilities.
10: Right. And all you
3: have to do is just look. And there it it is
4: right
10: there.
4: Back over to you. Well, thank you, Michael. She just said it, exploring fresh fields. And I think that's a great way to kind of keep that in mind. I really do. And so uh, I love it. This is a very yeah. good way to start the day. And, oh, yeah. um, and we're going to keep this in mind. Now, Michael, we will be chatting with you all about that So we want to catch up on the success of yesterday's broadcast, we're going to catch everybody up on that uh, after our break. I have to say, Nicole Marie, as always, you knock it out of the box. And I just I'm grateful and we wanted to, oh, we you. really wanted to get, yes, and in this break, I wanted to get something on that really represents kind of the spirit of what you've brought with hope of the day.
3: And All right. it, gets
4: no better, it gets no better than the song Sonny, <laughs> which we oh, opened yes. up with. That's in your name. Yes, we're going to talk about him Bobby Hebb coming up in a little bit I never knew of this gentleman um, um, But I love the song Stay with us, we'll be right back folks
2: Sonny Yesterday my life Was filled with rain Sonny
10: You smiled
2: at me And really easy pain
10: Now the dark days
2: are done. And the bright days are here My sunny one shines so sincere Sunny one so true I love you Sunny Thank you for the sunshine You gave Sunny Thank you for the love You brought my way You gave to me You're all in all And now I feel Tinty tall Sunny One so true I love you Sunny Thank you for the truth You let me see Sunny Thank you for the fact From A to Z My life was torn like wind-blown sand Then a rock was formed When we held me. Sonny, one so true I love you Sunny. Thank you for that smile Upon your face Sonny mm, Thank you, thank you For that plea that holds the grave You're my spark of nature's fire. You're my sweet complete desire. Running one so true, yes, I love you. Running yesterday. If I ever my sunny one shine so sincere, sunny one so true, I love you. I love you. I love
1: you. You're listening to The Hair Radio Morning Show, the number one hair and beauty radio show worldwide. And the longest-running hair and beauty radio show.
3: You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. We are making black progress. Stay tuned.
4: All right, we're back live. It is Wednesday morning. It's September 27th of 2023. It gets no better than that song, Sunny. I just love it. Michael Hopkins is with me on the line, holding it down this morning as we march towards our 900 show. Michael from, uh, i got to say, beautiful Spotsylvania, Virginia. Michael, I I forgot. Is it Northern Virginia or Southern Virginia or in the middle somewhere?
3: Ooh, great question. We're more toward Northern Virginia because we're only basically a hop, skip, and a jump from the Washington D.C. area and more towards the uh, Arlington, Alexandria uh that that area. We're we're very close to it. Oh wow. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, okay. straight up ninety five, Carrie. Ninety five north wow. puts you exactly up in that northern Virginia area. Wow. Well, I've
4: got to say, uh, when I came across this wonderful song, um, and and I should have told Nicole Marie that Bobby is, um, he was from the Nashville, Tennessee area. So uh, we'll mention it next. uh, So yeah, but yeah, Bobby, I had never heard of him. Uh, He was born in uh, 1938 on July 26th and passed away. Not all that long ago in uh, 2010, uh, just an incredible singer. I just love this song. I never, like I said, I never heard of it before. Uh, he was a great musician and songwriter. Uh, did obviously vocals on vocals and guitar and piano. Uh, he was just incredible. So he worked oh, with yeah. a whole bunch of different uh, record labels and all of that. And I'm just uh, in shock. I really am. Um, But I I love the song. Michael, had you heard of this song, Funny
3: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I definitely have heard of that song. And it's got the flavor of that song to me is what I love about it. It has that that 60s type flavor to it. Every time I kind of hear it. And it just, it reminds well, me of growing up in that era. That's what it reminds me of. Well,
4: here's what it says, and
3: according to Wiki, Wikipedia, it says Sonny was
4: recorded in New York City after demos were made with the record producer Jerry Ross. You guys have heard that name. I've heard of Jerry Ross. It was recorded as a single in 1966. Sonny reached number two on the Billboard 100 chart. Number three on the R&B chart and number twelve in the UK. So when he wow. toured with the he toured with the Beatles in 1966, and uh, wow, when his sonny was really at the top at, yeah, at the top of the chart. and so that was really really nice. Must have been incredibly exciting. Uh, to me, that song still sounds pretty good. Oh yeah, uh, and still it still has, fresh. Yeah, it still works. I mean, honestly, well, here's what else though, I didn't know. In 1976, I uh, have released a newly recorded disco version entitled Sunny 76. i got to look that
3: one up because
10: I don't remember oh, yeah. that one. I,
4: yeah, I, one don't, that I, I remember. don't
3: remember that one, Carrie.
4: You don't remember the disco version?
3: No, I don't remember that one. Wow, sunny wow. 76. I mean, it actually sounds like a movie. Wow.
7: Well, he had
4: such a great song. You know whose voice? He. It just reminds me of the same genre with Lou Rawls and all of those folks. Lou oh, was yeah. also an actor and just his voice. Boy, they do not make them like those
3: voices anymore. Oh, no. Good grief.
4: These were young guys who had these big booming voices.
3: Oh yeah, yeah,
4: and incredible.
3: Oh yeah, very much so, Carrie.
4: Yeah, a lot of the artists that I'm listening to in 2023, the voices are lacking. They're lacking the ability to actually carry a tune. Um, But back then, those guys put it down. So I dig up some of this music, um, and we want to shine the light on some of these folks that 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 today's standards that they pay no attention to, that you'll hear somebody. uh, Well, they pay no attention to these folks. Mm -hmm. um, And it's disturbing. I look at some of the artists that they keep putting in front of us. Oh, my God. You must be tone deaf. Um, I just, I don't understand it. It's just, I, to me, emanates out of racist-type thinking. Like, are you on drugs? How do you not hear that the person lacks every shred of talent? So um, I dig up the song, and we pay tribute to folks that we should be paying tribute to.
3: So well, today, you know something, you... Carrie? You know something, yeah. Carrie? It, it was that key word that you said there, begins with a T. Talent. Yeah, yeah, a foolish thing like that. And back exactly. when when the you know, carried the Lou Rawls, the 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 uh the Jerry Butlers, the I mean, you know, the Curtis Mayfield, I could just go on and on. That's what they had. And they and a lot but of those guys did a lot did of street corner. They
4: played all of Michael, why was it why does it seem like seemed to me that all of these artists, uh, and you had not that you didn't have other nationalities, other folks who could sing, of course, but you really had a rich, dynamic, uh, yeah. host of folks with these incredible voices, and there are many that still have those voices today. Right. But there's very yeah, little true. coverage of them. There's very little promotion of their talent meanwhile
8: they've dug up a rock with a a wig a pet rock it's
10: and said it
4: but stage. it's true yeah said but that it's true promoted it all this over is... the places if it's the, the second coming yeah. and, and i and... don't know what i i don't get it except that we're living in these times where Our culture is not appreciated. That's what it seems to me. So when folks say, well, Carrie, why is it that you put these things out there? Well, because many folks don't. So we've got to stand up, and and, um, that's what this show is all about. Oh, that's
3: true. That's true, Carrie. If If we don't promote ourselves, if we don't share the culture, because a lot of the generation we're in now, a lot of them have never heard of some of these artists from the past. They've exactly. never heard of them, and they've well, never really,
4: they've they've cultivated a a, a, a desire for non singers because again, they've never heard of folks who actually have talent. So they have cultivated uh a thirst for just anyone who who can't literally hold a note if their life depended on it. And to shut out actual talent is a is a cry, uh is is the worst. I think Melba Moore when she was on of course she won a Tony and has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, she was on our show here. And when she told me, it, it's a crime against humanity. <laughs>
3: Go along was. with that, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, very that much so. That they
4: prevent us from hearing, and and I mean, when I sometimes I sit there, and they're promoting this talentless twit, uh, I just I'm just blown away. What a shame. It's like a sham. We've been just duped and buffooned uh, with all this crap from here going 95 South. And I had to decide with the Hair Radio Morning Show that this is something that we're going to speak honestly about, and we're going to call it the way it is. We're going to talk about it the way it is. I want to take a moment. I know I mentioned it earlier in um, our host chat with Nicole Marie. It was about Hattie McDaniel, or actually Hollywood in general. But I was getting to Hattie McDaniel, who won the Academy Award for uh, Gone with the Wind. I oh, you yeah. remember this movie, Michael Hopkins? And, oh, uh, very Hattie much. McDaniel, so. back, yeah, back then uh when she won uh of course the first black but uh i think she was the first black. i'm almost certain of that but back then for the supporting role they really did not give out a statue back then uh for the supporting role folks so uh they gave a plaque out so anyway um her statute upon her death in the 50s they had it placed over um, at, I believe, at Howard University. Yes, at Howard University. That, yeah, but it went missing, Hopkins. Someone took it away from there, and that was really sad. Just Yeah. What in the world? There, there, people kill me doing stuff like that. Like what is? What are you doing this for? You're gonna have in your house like you want it. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I don't
3: get and, it. As, as, it isn't. And you great know, Carrie as, as if somebody comes to your house and they won't notice it. Or what do you do? You're gonna brag hey, about it? Yeah, it's craziness.
4: Crazy, ignorant yeah.
3: stuff. On a stick.
4: Um, well, anyway, the folks uh, behind the Academy Awards decided to regift uh Howard with uh the actual statuette, so or statue girls, if you will. So, um, for Hattie McDaniel, Gone with the Wind. What an and, and and that's an incredible story. I think was it Michael, you that shared that she had
3: uh a brother also who was in the entertainment? Right, world? Right, right. Yeah, I remember I ran across that piece. And I just mm. thought it was just so fascinating, because that's another thing Carrie that's another it's not these things are not shared on the scale of exactly. other people's accomplishments they're not they are not shared, and I just love well, it when I come across the
4: these people you are you're very nice um. The amazing accomplishments of Black folks is not shared um, on the same level of um, of perceived accomplishments of Caucasians and others, and that's where there is there's a huge disparity. And it's just awful. But these are the oh, times. Yes. It's a Very reflection and to me right. of the times that we're living in. And so we've got to do better, folks. We've
8: got to do better. You can't sing half several seats. You have no talent. Let's just call it the way it is. And so um,
4: what's so wrong about being honest? Why is it that we have to walk around on eggshells and folks can't hear the freaking truth. It's the truth. Learn to accept the truth and your responsibility and accountability. Maybe you'll feel better. So I don't understand uh, all this craziness that's going on. Like, Lordy, what in the world? It's like we're living through a crazy time. And honestly, Michael, it has a lot to do with lack of accountability.
8: If you hold folks accountable and spread justice out more evenly, maybe the earth, everything will kind of get back on the right axis and and spin in the right direction. I just, I don't understand it. Yeah, I tell you, wow. Okay, didn't mean to go
4: there so much
3: this morning, but (laughs) we kind of needed to. Oh, yeah, we had to take the train down that track, Carrie Honey, We had to take, listen,
4: Um, it's something that we should be proud of.
3: It's gotten so so. bad
4: that if you mention black culture, you almost feel guilty or feel badly about your own heritage? How often do you turn on the TV and hear anybody talk about Africa or the different countries in Africa or our
3: connection to Africa?
4: How often? I could turn on the TV for months and months and not hear a word.
3: Yep, slim and none. <laughs> Those two and things. And don't even
4: don't even think twice about. They don't even
8: they, they don't even think twice about it. They could care less. And we have somehow accepted
4: this kind of behavior as norm, as normalcy.
3: Yep, how about that, Karen? You're right about that. You are absolutely right.
4: There's some major problems
3: going on in this country.
4: Major. I I, I tell you, we got to do better. And we as a community have got to raise up and do better. My goodness. Very much so. Very
3: up. much it's so.
4: Brave our folks. Michael Hopkins, listen, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. When we come back, we are talking about VTR. You know what that means? The Vet Talk Go. Radio Show, Michael Hopkins. And I kind of want to get this on. Uh, we were able to make a little bit of a tape of this um, of this piece from um, that you did, and let will see if we can get on a little later. Maybe we'll run it uh, about 8:30 or so this morning. I'm super excited about it. It's this whole thing uh, that we talked a little bit about, and we'll get a replay of it maybe a little later today. So, Michael, but first we're going to talk all about all of that and uh, the excitement around yesterday's broadcast. It was the second episode of your season three,
3: your fancy season three. Oh,
4: yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, we're going to really get into this. And uh, just real excited, really good stuff and see how we see what's going on in the world today. Still a whole lot more on the Hair Radio Morning Show. So stay with us. Here's India your favorite, Miss India I read, Michael.
3: Hopkins. Oh, yeah. remember her? Very much. Oh, oh very, very much yeah. so, Carrie
4: yeah.
11: before.
4: All right. Oh, yeah. Here's Miss India I I am not my hair. We'll be right back. Is that
11: India? What happened to her hair? Little girl with the press curl. Age eight, <laughs> I got a jerry curl. Thirteen and I got a was a source of so much laughter, 15 when it all broke off. 18 and I went on my true, February 2002, I went on and did what I had to do, because it was time to change my life, to become the woman that I am inside, 97 dreadlocks all though I looked in the mirror for the first time and saw that, hey. hey. Good hair means curls and waves. bad hair means you look like a slaver, at the turn of the century, it's time for us to redefine who we be, you can it off like a South like African beauty, got it on lock like Bob Marley, you can rock it straight like Oprah Winfrey, if it's not what's on your head, it's what's underneath, and say hey. My hair makes me a better person Does the way I wear my hair Make me a better friend? Oh, does the way I wear my hair Determine my integrity I am That my Breast cancer and chemotherapy Took away her crown and glory She promised that if she was to survive She would enjoy every day of her life On
1: national television
8: Um, We're back live. It's Wednesday morning,
3: September
4: 27th, 2023. I'm Carrie Hines. It's about 10 minutes of 8 in the morning. Michael, we have got to talk about that talk radio show yesterday. In fact, I'll try to get it on about 8 o'clock this morning. Michael, I'm going to try to replay this, but um, for the fans of, of the show. Uh, at 8 o'clock so we'll go and then about eight we'll come back in and talk about it so i think it'll be nice and
7: this oh whole
4: great um yeah it's a surprise piece we'll get it on i think it'll be nice to hear um it's really part two of your series and you have a three-part series can we talk a little bit about this yesterday it was a live show um it was kind of great in my opinion but what, what do you think? What are your thoughts? And first, let's tell everybody what the topic was and tell everybody a little bit about what happened uh, with the broadcast.
3: Wow, Carrie. Yes, the, the topic was the significance of rateable secondary claims. It is such a very vital <laughs> Of importance. secondary
4: claims, yes, the, the significance, significance
3: of rateable secondary
4: claims. Oh, and okay. uh, well, uh, as always,
3: we yes,
4: you know, Michael, we gotta break it yes. down. What exactly are secondary?
3: Yeah, gotta break it away. down. Pretty pretty much, Carrie. When a veteran files for compensation, we we normally, as veterans, we file for compensation for illnesses and injuries that actually happened to us while we were on active duty in the U.S. military. Once we file and it's determined that the injury or illness happened on active duty, we're awarded what's called a rating or a percentage of what happened to us. It could be 10%, 20%, 50%, 100 that happens. Unfortunately, many times other issues develop due to that primary issue we had while we were on active duty. A perfect well, example. Michael, I want to see.
4: Yeah, well, I was trying to say before we go too far, we're going to really cover this in length in about right. another, less uh, about 10 minutes. So we'll hold on to that example. Because you go in on this, Michael Hopkins. You really do. Very much And I know you'll be breaking it down again for everybody. So we're going to save you some breath there. Uh, But I do want to talk about the success of yesterday's show. This was the second airing in your third season, Michael, season three of the all-new Vet Talk radio show. So tell us what was it like? Um, How do you feel knowing that you're in season three? well into 100 shows
3: plus of Vet Talk Radio. Oh, it feels great, Karen. It really does. It feels great. And a lot of the input that I get from the veterans, it it's just like the icing on the cake. And it really it yeah. shows me, it shows us here that we're on the right track, that the train is Absolutely. going down the right track. That's what I love about what we do. It it makes Absolutely. you feel good, Carrie. You know, when you get other veterans and they say, Oh, I listened to your show and and wow, I mean that was a great topic. You know, I learned a lot. I really didn't know about what you were talking about. And sometimes veterans get a little stuck, frustrated, they're at a certain rating and they don't know what to do and then we present a topic that Clears the air. It shows them, hey, wow. so that's how that works. And I, it's just wow. a great feeling, Carrie. It really is. It's a great feeling knowing that we're having this impact on veterans, on their advocates, their families, and just anyone that's interested in helping veterans. I just, yeah. Well, Can I give you a good example, Carrie? Yeah. Can I give you a quick example of something that happened sure. to me yesterday? Yes, a Real quick. Yes. Oh,
4: what happened Real yesterday, quick. Michael
3: Hopkins? It, it was just a big wow. I was uh, doing my, my job as an accredited claims agent yesterday. I had clients' appointments and so agents. forth. And uh, it was just amazing, Carrie. One client showed up. He was dropping off some paperwork. And we got into a discussion about his paperwork. Real well, supposed to be a quick discussion. Before I know knew anything, I looked up. There were two other veterans standing there listening to what I was saying. And then, I and then all of a sudden, I got another new client just based upon what we were talking about. And it was a short discussion about the claims process and the secondaries, and all of these things. And, uh, you know, it happens to me all the time.
7: How does it make talking.
3: you feel when you when, with something like that? Well, how do you feel? Oh, Carrie, it makes me just feel so good about me and about helping other veterans. And I see how they're hurting, and it's frustrating, and 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 I hear the same comments over and over again about the claims process. And, well, why didn't they tell us this Well, Nobody ever told me that. Wow, I didn't know that. I hear the same comments all the time, Carrie, everywhere I go. I don't care where I am. I could be in Walmart, and I see a, a veteran. And, as usual, we get to talking about, well, where did you serve? What did you do? And then the claims process always comes up. I always kind of put it in the conversation. And the next thing I know, I'm talking to another veteran. I find out they're, they're kind of busted and disgusted because of a rating that they have, and they don't know what to do. And I might explain wow. one little tip to them, Karen. They go, oh, my God, you mean to tell me that's all I have to do? Yeah, sure. If you, just, if you do exactly something? what I'm telling you to do. Boom. And it just feels good, Carrie. And I just want to thank you for Aww. doing what you did to have it so that the Vet Talk Radio Show here on the Hair Radio Morning Show on Tuesdays at 8.30 in the morning, East Coast, 7.30 Central, we get to do what we do. And that Absolutely. helps us. Well, you're very much welcome. And uh, to
4: that, I want to say, coming up in just a couple minutes, we have something very special. Today, we have a treat on Wednesday morning. And it's about 8 o'clock in the morning, uh, East Coast time, 7 o'clock if you're in Central. What we're doing, we're going to get on this very special piece from the Vet Talk radio show that's all about what Michael just said. It's the second airing. Uh, It's the second part. Of a three-part series on the significance of, uh, of the, the significance of this incredible, what's it Michael the mm-hmm. rateable secondary
3: claim, secondary
4: rateable <laughs> secondary claim, exactly part two, and so uh, we're real excited about it this morning, and it's going to go for about twenty minutes or so. After that, then Michael will be back to talk all about it. And so much more. So we don't want you going anywhere. Oh please yes. stay with us. Right. We've got a lot yes. more to Yes, we got a lot more to get to this morning. And uh I'm super excited. So uh, following this discussion on secondary, we're gonna be back live to chat. So much more coming up. So stay with us. Excited for today's episode of the Bet Talk Radio Show. Please tell everybody what is today's topic all about.
3: Carrie, today we're covering the significance of ratable secondary claims.
4: Okay, and, and what exactly are secondary claims? Please tell us.
3: Secondary claims are a result of a primary rating that a veteran has.
6: In other mm. words,
3: you have to have a primary claim before you have a secondary claim okay
4: all right well i'm I'm a little bit excited, but okay so, but break it down for us a little bit, so in order for something to have created a secondary claim, you first have to have a primary claim, so give us an example, Michael
3: great example, Carrie person was on active duty, and they broke their leg on active duty well as a, as a result of that broken leg, they now have arthritis the arthritis would be secondary to the primary issue of that broken leg oh got it got it okay well you've explained that well
4: <laughs> okay michael so please michael go ahead take it away
3: we are covering nine eight seven six and five on today's show awesome. but first Let me remind you guys of numbers 14 through 10. Number 14 was ear conditions, like tinnitus, for instance. 13, wrist conditions, like arthritis. Number 12, neck conditions, like radiculopathy or nerve issues. Number 11, sleep apnea. Number 10, shoulder conditions. Yes, and today, Michael, what did you and got? Today's topic, today's topic, Carrie, we're going to be starting with sinitis, rhinitis, bronchitis, or other respiratory issues. Big problem, Carrie, in the world of of veterans, Mm -hmm. respiratory issues, Carrie. They're very big problems.
4: Okay, so is this number nine, Michael? This
3: is number nine, Carrie. This is number nine. And respiratory issues are a big problem in the veteran community, especially over the last wars that we've had, Carrie, over in Southwest Mm -hmm. Asia,
4: Right, right.
3: Very big problem. A lot of veterans come home, and a lot of it is due to the burn pits, carrying. And we've talked about the burn pits over in Southwest Asia, where a lot of material were put into big, giant holes, and they were set ablaze.
4: So they so literally they... were a pit of, of things
3: burning. <laughs> right, right. And you wow. had all kinds of toxins, carried. There were all kinds of toxins that were burning. Can you imagine a giant hole in the ground, Carrie, that's filled with trash and other is- issues and other things that's as big as a football field and it's set ablaze? Wow. Can you imagine that, Carrie? Well, as you were just saying
4: this, I'm thinking to myself, well, the thing is, uh, the you know, you would not realize that by burning these uh these the debris or you know for lack of a better way to say it uh could generate or unleash the toxins or toxicity that's in these uh um, you know in this debris and just make it just an awful thing to inhale
3: and yeah in what oh you know, yes just
10: it's like it's like.
3: You know, Carrie, it's like breathing in smoke every day. Every day you're breathing in some type of smoke. You know, we do this when we have picnics and things. We hit the charcoal, and we know what that smells like. But can you imagine you smell that every day for six months, eight months, five months, three months? Can you imagine what that does to your lungs, Carrie? Right, exactly. Well, that's why we have you on the case, Michael.
4: Oh, yeah. So it is just not is wow, at number nine.
3: Right. Okay, Michael,
4: at number eight, what do you have?
3: At number eight, Carrie, we have mental health issues. And the oh, number what? one mental health issue that many veterans deal with is PTSD. That's the number one issue, and that issue, it, it encompasses anxiety, depression. It's quite a few things. But guess what? What's that? It has secondary such as sleep apnea, GERD, and GERD basically is an upset stomach, heartburn. That's what GERD is. A lot of veterans have it as a result of their anxiety, their depression, the PTSD, and they have GERD. GERD stands for, it's a long word, but it's broken down with the four letters G-E-R-D, and most vets will know exactly what it is, GERD. Civilian side upset stomach, heartburn. Then you have what's called IBS, or Irritable Bowel Syndrome, where it's just the, the opposite, where the GERD makes you feel like you want to regurgitate your food upward. The IBS. The IBS yes, it on the
4: other end. <laughs> right, pretty
3: much. It's taking okay. you know, those sad but true, Carrie. And these, okay. these items, once again, they affect veterans, just like hyper. A lot of people mm. don't know. You know, a lot of the vets don't know. They can have hypertension, i.e. high blood pressure, and it could be coming from a mental health issue. Isn't that a big wow, Carrie?
4: That's a huge wow, Mike
3: That's a yeah.
4: Just, yeah. It's just blown away. away.
3: And it's just like migraines, Carrie. That's another wow. one. Uh, I, you know, migraines. It is as asthma could be thrown in there as a secondary due to your mental health, along with wow. coronary heart disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, diabetes, wow. obesity. We never even think about obesity, Carrie. Believe it or not, most people don't equate that with mental health. They don't equate right. obesity. Exactly. They don't. They don't. But it is. It is. Wow, It's a wow. It's like you said, it's a ginormous wow.
4: Make that correlation for everybody because you just mentioned that folks don't make the correlation. So tell us how they should.
3: Oh, wow, Carrie. Eating disorders are connected to mental health. Also, medical pills, meds you take can cause a person to gain weight, i.e. obesity. It can turn into a mental health issue because of the pills. Many veterans take different types of pills to help them cope with their mental health. Those pills have side effects. And one of the side effects a lot of times with pills is what? Weight gain. Awesome, yes. isn't it? We never yeah, think of yeah. things like that, Carrie. No. We
4: never do. That Michael, that's why what you're covering today, when you talk about the significance of rateable secondary claims, um, uh, this is why it's so important to focus on it. Because Very folks may much. be maybe more familiar with some of the primary Um, you know, some of the primary um, types of uh, topics and and things that you cover on the claims. Right. But I think this is really great to to focus on the secondary. Okay, Michael, you're at number seven today.
3: Gary, at number seven, migraines. Mm. Migraine. Migraine headaches. That's Mm. another issue that many veterans have. They have migraine headaches. And many times those migraines can come from tinnitus. They can come from mental health. However, you know, migraines can also be triggered by other things like sleep apnea, vertigo, hypertension. Once again, GERD, ear conditions. I mean, they the whole gambit of things can be that's triggered.
4: Michael, that word, GERD. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Wow, like I said, a Carrie,
3: a lot of huh. us as veterans are so familiar with it. It doesn't yeah. matter what era we were in as veterans. A lot of us have it. And it's always triggered by something. And migraines can be a perfect example of it. I've had many vets that wow. they didn't make that connection until I explained it to them. As an ACA, as an accredited claims agent, I explained it to them about their migraines and what are the issues their migraines were having on them. Awesome. Like you always awesome. say, that's awesome. a ginormous wow, isn't it? its yeah. it's a, that it's a, is a gigantic, ginormous, ginormous wow. Ginormous.
4: Wow, well, Michael, awesome job today at number
3: eight. Wow, Carrie, are we at number eight already?
4: Already, wow. again, the significance of rateable secondary claims on today's Vet Talk Radio Show. Michael Hopkins,
3: wow, what's at number eight. Wow, Carrie, uh, we're actually talking about knee conditions, Carrie. That's actually what okay. we're talking about. We're actually talking okay. about okay. Knee, conditions. Okay. knee conditions. Right, right. We're actually talking about knee conditions, and it's number six actually is knee conditions. And guess what, Terry? What's that? With knee conditions, a lot of veterans don't know how significant knee conditions are. Wow. A lot of times they may think, Kerry, just because they have a knee condition. And sometimes knee conditions are broken down into other secondary conditions. Mm. And it could be things,
7: some, yeah, things like My.
3: the flexion of the knee. Uh-huh. How does your knee, is it flexible? Does it, what does it do? Does it go left and right? Can you move it a little mm-hmm. bit? Can you not move it a little bit? And also the extension. Can you extend? Mm. Can you bend your knee out? Can you bring it back? Can you do that? Many veterans cannot do that, Carrie. Wow. And now here's a real, here's a couple of real twists for you, Carrie, that most veterans don't think about. You know, your knee conditions can affect, believe it or not, it can affect your ankles.
4: Your knee condition condition can affect your ankles is what you just said.
3: Right. Your knee condition can affect your ankles. Wow. It can cause uh, strain on your ankles. It can cause you to walk what we call an altered gait. It can cause arthritis because now with your knees having issues, it's putting pressure on your ankles. To make up so now you have right. So now you have significant issues with your ankles. Wow. Also, carry feet conditions. Feet conditions. Your All knee feet. conditions can cause you to have. <laughs> it can actually cause you to have bilateral feet conditions. Wow. Really can. You can have heel conditions. Toe conditions, I mean, if arthritis can come about because your knees are messed up and it's causing the rest of your body to be off. You can have shin what splints, I mean. believe it or not, Carrie. Oh, so knee conditions can lead to
4: everything.
3: <laughs> everything, <laughs> yeah. Son. Wow, Carrie, would you believe your knee condition can lead to depression, anxiety, wow. no. really? bilaterally? Yes, it can lead to that. It can even lead to back conditions. A lot of vets don't know that. If your knees are okay, jacked so, up.
4: Right. What should they do, Michael? How do they go about this now? Because that's, you opened up a big, big can of worms a there. A the big
3: knee. door. So what, how
4: do, what do they do? What are the steps they should take?
3: The first step, Carrie, is for them to get a diagnosis. That's the first step step. They have to get a diagnosis. Whatever these problems we just talked about that are centered around knees, the veteran right. needs a diagnosis. They either get an MRI or they go get an x-ray of whatever that issue is. They need an official diagnosis. That's the first step. Get the diagnosis. After you get a diagnosis, carry what you want to do is you want to see what can I link this to? What's the secondary? You have to establish whatever the secondary in, is. If I knew I have a right knee that has an issue, believe it or not, Carrie Hines, if I have a right knee that has an issue and it's service-connected, there are two directions that I can go in as far as getting additional ratings like secondary ratings, I can go upward to my hip, to my right hip, or I can go downward to my right ankle. And if I'm really good at this carry and I really understand how to work the claims process, I can actually include my lower back and my feet i can actually do the whole right side of my body carrie hines it's just a matter of connecting the dots that is incredible
4: michael hopkins i am excited okay you're down to number seven michael number seven on your list again the significance of rateable secondary claims on today's fed talk radio show Michael Hopkins, what's the number seven?
3: Well, you know, you know, Carrie, we've talked about all these fantastic things at the secondaries. And what I'd like to do, Carrie, I just want to backtrack just a little bit to remind everybody of maybe they missed one of these things that's going to line them up with a new secondary. And let's carry, let's look at number nine. We talked about respiratory issues. We talked about them like sinusitis, rhinitis, bronchitis. And we talked about how those respiratory issues affect veterans, especially the ones out of what we call the Southwest Asia or It is actually over during the Gulf War, Iraq, Afghanistan, the burn pits, and that's what caused these issues with veterans, the respiratory issues. And they have secondaries such as sleep apnea is a great secondary to respiratory issues. A lot of vets don't see that. Number eight We talked about PTSD, or mental health issues. And there are mental health issues like anxiety, depression. Would you believe sleep apnea can come about because of mental health issues? So can GERD, or that upset stomach, or the IBS, or better known as the irritable bowel syndrome, or hypertension, migraines lots of
4: secondary
3: lots Lots of them we even we even had uh chronic fatigue syndrome that's one that falls under mental health because it's kind of nobody knows exactly what it is but we know about diabetes and obesity even alcohol use disorder carrie hines can be a secondary mental health issue Well, Michael,
4: you have reached a number seven on your countdown, so I cannot wait to hear.
3: Right. Number seven, we talked about migraines, migraine headaches. Those migraine headaches can trigger mental health. They can trigger sleep apnea, vertigo, hypertension, GERD, uh, ear conditions, IBS. Yes, those migraines are very, they can really do, do a job on a veteran. And a lot of times vets don't know these things, but we're here to educate mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Now, number awesome. six, Carrie, number six, we yeah. talked about knee conditions. And in those knee conditions, you have flexion, extension, Those knee conditions can be connected to back conditions, shin splints, feet condition, mental health conditions, all kinds of other bilateral conditions. Just on the mental health and your knee conditions, okay? I mean, you know, it's just...
4: Yeah,
8: there's a lot going on. Wow,
4: there's a lot going on. Lead to so much. Well, Michael, I've got to tell you, this has been a topic of the, (laughs) of the, I call of the year. Uh, It really is. It's quite important. Uh, Wow. Secondary, you've got to, you know, because you refer quite often to secondaries and secondaries can be a big help, uh, you know, for the veterans. So this is something I hope that you
3: continue with.
4: Well, Michael, today you're down to number six. And I'm sorry, down to number uh, five, actually. <laughs> you were all the way from nine to five today. So um, finally, down to five. What exactly is at
3: number five for today? Carrie? at number five is hypertension. And that mm. is, wow, hypertension or high blood pressure, it really is a silent killer, Carrie. It really is. is, And it leads. It really is a silent killer. And, Carrie, it leads to so many other issues that veterans have. And a perfect example, type 2 diabetes is a perfect example of hypertension. That's a perfect example. And believe it or not, Carrie, obesity. Obesity can trigger hypertension, believe it or not. A lot of wow. vets have obesity, and they don't even know it. They don't know yeah. it, Carrie. They have no idea. Right. There's that. It, it, it's a BMI or your body mass index. index and I always right. tell my, right, Carrie, and you know what I always do, Carrie? I always What's tell that? my vets that there's two things that happen when we go to our appointments at the VA hospital as veterans. It's two things they always do. Those two things are carry highs, they take our weight, and they take our blood pressure. Those are the two things they always do before you even start your appointment see your medical professional. What yeah. veterans don't know, Carrie Hines, those two things are very powerful when it comes to secondaries. The claims process and secondaries, of Carrie Hines, they're powerful those because guess what? Yes. And guess what? Just by having those readings, Carrie Hines, guess what those yes. readings do for a veteran? What? What exactly? They give that veteran medical evidence when they're filing a claim, yeah. Carrie Hines, for a secondary. There's your medical evidence. Obesity so can no be tied in. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's what they call, Carrie, it's an, an intermediate issue. Yeah. Obesity, wow. you can tie it into all kinds really. of things. And here we go again with another one of our issues, sleep apnea. Sleep apnea can be tied to hypertension, just like liver conditions, heart conditions, strokes. Unreal. All of these things can be tied to hypertension, Carrie Haas. Michael,
4: Michael, Michael, I have got to say, this is why it is always great to have you on the That Talk radio show talking about these. I really have to say these secondaries. Um, great job, Michael, as always. So today you covered numbers nine, eight, seven, six, and 5 and reminded everybody about numbers 14 through 10. So I just want to say Michael Hopkins, awesome job. Awesome, awesome Thank you, job. Jerry. Thank you. Absolutely. So as always, Michael, how do you send off your veterans?
3: Carrie, it's all about the vets, Carrie Hines, their families, their advocates, anyone who wants to help a vet. That's what this is all about. You're listening to the Hair Radio Morning Show. We are making black progress. Stay tuned.
4: like, I get to wake up early and have a cup of coffee and breakfast with my favorite two folks in the whole wide world every day. That's Nicole Marie and Michael Hopkins, and I'm Carrie Hines, right here on the All New Here Radio Morning Show. And you get to do the same thing. We start from 6 a.m. Eastern, 5 Central Time the show all the way to 9 o'clock in the morning here in New York Live. Always make it a great day.
1: Did you know that the Hair Radio Show with Carrie Hines is the longest-running radio broadcast on hair and beauty talk in the world? It's a broadcasting hair industry institution. Be a live guest on air and join our long list of amazing celebrities and hair and beauty industry luminaries who've all been on our show. Give our office team a call at 833-402-8882. Again, that's 833-402-8882. Or visit us online at HairRadio.com because you haven't made it until you've made it to Hair Radio.
4: time to rise and shine with the Hair Radio Morning Show with Carrie Hines. All right. Thank you, Purple Barbie. Let's play on. You are listening to the all-new Hair Radio Morning Show. Yes, I am Carrie Hines out of Brooklyn, New York. It's about 8.32 Eastern Time. We're live today. It is Wednesday morning, September 27th of 2023. It's our broadcast show number. Just too short of our 900 mark. We're at broadcast number 898 today, and we are so excited. Let me bring back to the line. You guys know him. You just heard an entire Vet Talk episode featuring none other than the king of, I've got to say, a plane, who was an accredited claims agent. You heard all about it. Michael Hopkins, what do you say?
3: I enjoy listening to that. Oh yes, Carrie, very much. I enjoyed it myself. It it was just yes. so informative. That's what I love yes. about it very, well, very well, it's, it's so well, informative.
4: Absolutely. Just a reminder, Michael. Remind everybody what this was about.
3: Yes, Carrie, this was all about the significance of rateable secondary claims. Absolutely. And now you have
4: done a three-part series. This was part two. And so I'm super excited. Part three will air on Tuesday morning. It's the first time it makes its debut. Uh, debut, I should say, depending on what part of the country you're from. But it makes its debut on Tuesday morning uh, with uh, the third in the series. And that's the final. So you don't want to miss it. Michael counts down from number four, three, two, and one on Tuesday morning, 8.30 Eastern. So we're talking about uh, coming up. Um, I guess that's your first appearance in the month of October, Michael. So that's going to be super exciting.
3: Oh, yes. Very exciting. Yeah, that's
4: going to be on Tuesday, October 3rd. So I just want to be clear about that at 8.30 Eastern. So it's part three coming up. So Michael, uh, yeah, I love our new thing, let's play on. I think that is, says a lot. And so, um, and as it applies to VET Talk Radio, which is true, you're playing on as you are moving uh, on very quickly. As I said, you've had to cross over a hundred episode mark and that in itself is a great accomplishment. One day you'll get to the 900 mark too. So um, one day we're going to be talking about you getting up to 900, Michael. What are you going to feel at that point?
3: Wow. I'm going to feel fantastic, Carrie Hines. Yes, (laughs) 900 shows. Oh, yes. Yes, that is going to be quite an accomplishment. You know, Carrie, just 100 shows talking about – the veterans and claims and issues and solutions and you know that that in itself is just so fantastic to me when we first started yeah. out you know but this was new to myself and to my three angels nicole nerjahan and also my favorite person katrina
4: yeah, Katrina Jones, who is a big supporter of the uh, Hair Radio Morning Show, uh, as well as everything that we do. She comes out to our events. Uh, all three, Michael's Angels, Michael, you are kind, but let me just tell it the way it was. Michael's Angels were also his producers on the program. They helped uh, much, uh, to yeah. get the Best Talk Radio Show off the ground in the biggest, most successful way possible. And it could not have come together unless it was about the glue from Mr. Michael Hopkins himself. He is the glue of the show. And uh, you went on during this whole tenure to become an accredited claims agent. I always say ACA. ACA. Uh, and which, you know, yeah, you're charged with helping the veterans. Um, and it's something very serious. Not everyone can be uh, or is an ACA. Uh, no matter so how clear. much we, sometimes we see those advertisements and all of this kind of stuff, uh, many of those folks are not really charged officially with uh, being able to aid the veterans who are in so much need of it. So with you and your passion, it shines through, Michael Hopkins, and we are proud at the Hair Radio Morning Show
3: to be supporters of that effort. Very much so, Karen. I thank you so much. Yes. So,
4: good stuff, Michael. I reflect back over the 900 episodes of the Hair Radio Morning Show today. I really do. I look back at so many things. I think I said it on yesterday's show. But uh, when we started the morning version, again, which kicked off in 2015, on January 5th of 2015, it was a Monday morning and uh went live it was black outside and freezing freezing to the bone none of the wow. uh, heat waves warm weather uh um, what, what do we call it global warming it was not around <laughs> on that day it was a cold it michael honestly it was cold the house was cold why was the house cold i don't know but that's my memory and wow. um i remember trying to get it together with the radio show on it was so i couldn't figure out blog talk to save my life Hitting what button didn't know what i was hitting there were echoes all over the place and that episode aired for three hours and it was the longest three hours of my life oh, wow. uh, we've got to go it going. and you guys I never deleted the episode. I could have gone back and cut it out. You would have never heard it. The world would never know that it was there, and and, then folks would have forgotten how awful it was. But um, I leave it there as a reminder. It's our episode number one. And I leave it there as a reminder to me. Every so often when I get too big for my britches and uh, think I'm all that, you know, after talking to Academy Award people and uh, Oscar-nominated, rather, uh, Grammy Award winners, Tony Award winners, uh, Walk of Fame people, uh, authors, stylists, TV folks, movie stars, singers, and uh, of course, acclaimed hairstylists and barbers, and folks who own products and all this incredible success that we've had here on the show in almost 10 years of being on block talk um it's been incredible so i play that first episode and that episode is there you guys can listen to it anytime that you like what it is is just um, a way uh, for us to kind of just remember to push forward and to stay the stay the stay the course stay the course no matter how difficult it may be. uh, It may be a bumpy start. And uh, even if it isn't a bumpy start, it may be bumps along the way. Um, That's okay. And I encourage you guys to go back and listen how horrible it was. That episode was my favorite. My first guest was Tando Catele, who I've known for many years. Um, It was I ran into that gave we we were at breakfast one morning. I remember seeing him outside the club way back in uh, New York City. Um, and it was probably about 94. And I remember sitting there. Uh, we went to, down the street, there was a diner. We were having breakfast in the morning. This is after New York City clubs, which are over four or five in the morning uh, back in the day. And so, um, and he's like, well, what are you doing now? I said, well, I'm doing radio. And I said, well, what are you doing? He's like, I'm uh, doing hair and, uh, I just started my hair and, and, career. Um, and so I said, oh, maybe we should do something like hair radio. Well, believe it or not, we did, uh, or I should say I did, uh, because I, I still for decades had not worked again, with Casale until this show in 2015 on on Block Talk Radio. So from 95 all the way to 2015. So it took all of that time before we really did work together. He was unaware that he helped to inspire the show. He was unaware until that broadcast. So when you get a chance, go back and listen to it. It's all there. We've got... uh, yeah, we've got 900 episodes, um, which I'm going to be doing by the numbers on tomorrow's show. We're going to break down the numbers of the Hair Radio Morning Show. We're talking about not since the very first broadcast in 95, but just in the last eight years. So these are the Block talk radio years, I call them, from 2015 to current uh, broadcast times. And that's where we're going. We've done 900 just since 2015. So I do want that to be clear. And uh, we're going to break it all down by the numbers, where you can listen to a broadcast every day uh, for a long time without repetition, um, where we've had thousands of guests and so much more.
10: And God
4: forbid We've had thousands of songs. We've had thousands of guests. We've had thousands of conversations. We've had thousands of mornings. Um, just a lot going on. A lot going on. Hey, great stuff. So, yeah, I think so too. I think that, and I think that that's okay. I think that that's okay. Oh yeah, very much. Yeah, never much so. So. Really? So, what what would you like to
3: say, Michael, when you hear of all of this?
4: All when of when this. I
3: hear of all of this, Carrie, it just reminds me of of the word legacy, and and that's what mm-hmm. what you're leaving. You're leaving a legacy in in this industry. That's exactly what you're doing. And what what more can somebody do than leave a legacy? You know that's the most beautiful thing I think that anyone could do when they leave a legacy, and you mm. have we'll be at a point next year we'll be at a point a thousand shows you 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 know sometimes we're lucky if a sitcom does three episodes and stays on the air <laughs> you know, but wow, yeah, yeah, I mean legacy carry. That's what I think about when I think about what you've done. It's a legacy. Wow. Well, Michael, I think
4: you've just created the title of my next book. And Ah. I appreciate that. Yeah. This is where we're talking about legacy, the on-air story of Carrie Hines. I don't think it gets any better than that.
3: Oh, no, it's not going to get any better than that. And that's, oh, yeah, that's a a beautiful title. Thank you. And so, uh, yeah, I think
4: uh, Legacy will do it. It's an on-air legacy um, that we're reflecting upon. And like I said, I'm just blown away from meeting uh, so many of my heroes, working with so many folks, from uh, all corners of of, uh, the entertainment, and uh, just an an amazing thing. And long before we knew that radio would be a thing called podcasting now, long before we knew the hair products and all of that and therapy would be created, long before we knew I'd be on stage at the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City, the first to do a hair, live hair, and beauty show on the boardwalk. Long before you knew that I would interview Farouk, Farouk Hair Company, who was one of the sponsors of the Miss America, one of those Miss America contests, along with Donald Trump and all of those folks. And I've been to his office right in uh, Houston, Texas, right down the street from where the former vice president's uh, Halliburton Company was located. Um, I've paid my dues. Very much so. I've paid my dues and so uh this is what i'm going to share and i'm going to share some of these uh memories that i had with uh so many amazing guests i've got so many stories that you'll only uh hear about and read about in in the uh, book so i'll work on that and keep that and just doing so much really doing so much on this show So thank you for that. Thank you for the energy. Thank you for just believing in us. I really do. I say thank you for that. Now, Michael Hopkins, I am excited as always. And we've been doing some great stuff. So why don't we take a little bit of a music break and um, and just see where where we are. are. And we'll be back for a lot more. You heard about you know you know i love my bonnie pointer song and uh she was such an incredible artist and we just love her and i just love them all great stuff Oh, so yeah. michael hopkins stay with us the greatest dancer remember that song we just oh, love yeah. all these that was just led. stay with us folks
11: And a faith that would make it
1: Morning
4: Show with Gary Hines. Great job, Purple Barbie. Michael Hopkins. I have loved today's broadcast of the all-new Morning Show. It was was an awesome show today. Nicole Marie
3: was great. It was just a great show. Yes, it was. Oh, yes. And you played our homegirls from Philadelphia, Sister Sledge. I think I, I, play play them every can day, I say Michael on the Hair Radio Morning Show. I yes. really do. I we're, play we're, them often here because we love hey. them. Oh, very much so. Like I like like I said, you know, I went to school with them back in the day, back in Philly. Down in Philly. Down in Philly. You know back in Philly. They lived yeah. in northeast yeah. yeah. Philadelphia, not too far yeah. from where I lived. Yeah. In North Philadelphia. And uh, yeah. who knew? Who knew, Carrie? We didn't know back then that they were going to be the superstars that they are we didn't we didn't know that i that did. was just selfish oh yeah <laughs> but back when they no, were younger they, back they then were, you don't care they, they were, were just, great. yeah you know that's just kathy and kimmy and joni and, and it, no big deal they were just another student going well, to the well, school i, I, think I went what it to was, yeah they
4: had um a lot of talent and let there me tell you, you go, carry the they were huge. This is not just a small group. Uh Sister Sledge was ginormous. And with yeah. we are family, uh oh, I yeah. mean they were huge. So uh they were this was not small potatoes.
3: No, uh, they weren't Terry
4: really ginormous Norman. Yes. And their day. And I just want to say all of them. So of course we had Debbie, uh we had uh Kim, uh we had Kathy and of course Joni has passed away. Um uh, right. But yeah, those are the members of the group and Kathy's voice is uh, they, uh to me she's ha- she has one of the best R&B voices of all time. I love Kathy's voice. I love all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. They were amazing. They were multi-million selling artists and group. Uh, They were just fabulous. So um, we just love them so much. So we still listen to their music. We honor them right here. And that's what we've been doing on the Hair Radio Morning Show. We've been in the vault um, kind of bringing out some of these amazing artists. With that in mind, I just want to remind everybody that Friday on the 29th of September, yes, 2023, We're celebrating the entire show from 6 to 9 a.m. to pay tribute to our 900th broadcast of the Hair Radio Morning Show. You don't want to miss it. Special celebration will start about 8 o'clock, but we're going to be celebrating throughout the broadcast. Uh, Tomorrow, on Thursday, you don't want to miss tomorrow's show either, we got more great music, special surprise guests, and so much more to talk about with Hair and Beauty as we set up for Friday's broadcast. So, Michael, good stuff. We're going to be talking a little bit about Vet Talk. You know, we do each day. So, Michael, you should be honored and happy about that. We kind of work in Vet Talk Radio every
3: day. Very much so. So,
4: uh, yeah, that's something that's changed over the broadcast. Michael's show used to be kind of relegated uh, to, you know, broadcast basement on Tuesdays, just 9, you know, at 8.30. We barely got you on. But here you are an integral part of every broadcast, and you've built a big following. So you're a big part of that success, and to Nicole Marie as well. You guys are the longest-running uh, hair radio hosts and co-hosts in the history of the show. So you should be honored about that. We've got so much to talk about we'll get into on tomorrow's show and on Friday's broadcast of the Hair Radio Morning Show. So um, how does that make you feel, Michael Hopkins?
3: Oh, Carrie, it makes me feel like I'm on top of the world, Carrie Hines. That's how it makes me feel.
4: Well, good to hear.
3: Okay. Well, listen, we have been just doing
4: it up. I think, uh, you know, we've been doing some really big things, and, and I've been very proud of the show. And I just have to say thank you to so many folks who've helped us to keep things going. Um, everybody from all of our sponsors, uh, from uh, just, you know, Rugged Evolution Beard Care, from, uh, you know, uh, to our wonderful doctor uh, uh, who just comes on, who is the queen of feet. <laughs> Dr. Oh, Raglan. yeah. Oh, Dr. Dr. Ray. Yes, uh, to Wayne uh, Smith, who was the former mayor, uh, to so many folks who've been on the show. We would be here until the next 900 show. We started listing them out.
7: Um, Pretty much. You guys,
4: you are. And to all the fans, to you guys who listen, uh, from Florida to California to uh, the north, central uh, to Chicago and mid-country to Canada, to um, folks outside of America, to Ghana, to uh, folks in on the east side of Africa, to the south part, uh, to up in Egypt, to all over. We appreciate you. And uh, to outside in Europe, we have been, uh, we reach. there are no borders. With our broadcast. And now that we have the Salon TV network, we're going to be uh, doing more uh, to cover all of that. And I just want to say thank you. So, Michael Hopkins, great job today. Awesome job on the show. Again, um, I'm Carrie Hines in Brooklyn, New York. Michael, good, good, what can I say? You did, you knocked it out of the box.
3: Oh, yeah. Thank you, Carrie.
4: Yes. Let's go ahead and get the outro on. We'll see you back here tomorrow, 6 a.m. to 9 Eastern, 5 to 8 Central, folks, for the next installment of the Hair Radio Morning Show. It's time
7: again to bring today's edition of the Hair Radio Morning Show to a close.